What's going on, world? It's your girl, Simone. And you are tuned into the season finale of season two for Bonnets and Durags, a pillow talk podcast. I am so excited to be wrapping up this season. I've had some great guests. Thank you so much for everyone who was on the show this season. Definitely was fun. This is my first season with me living here in New York, aka living in Brooklyn. So I definitely have made a lot of friends and a lot of connections since starting this season. So thank you all for coming through and listening. So today, um, I have some very special guests. I have my friend Marcus in the building. What's going on? What's up, Simone? How are you? I'm not I'm not the greatest, man. I'm not the greatest. Damn. Yeah, I lost my AirPods, bro. Damn. R.I.P. No them insurance things, on them? I'm black. I don't give a shit. <laughs> 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 you need to start doing that. I know, man. I know. Damn. I insurance for I have another person here with me. So I this is the power of social media, I'm telling you. I put out a tweet last night saying that I needed one more guest. I needed a female on this show. I tweeted it out, and I was like, if you're interested, hit me up. If you know someone, please retweet. And within, like, minutes, I got so many different suggestions. And I think it was Julius who suggested you, right? He was like, you need to hit up Bundy. She's amazing. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll hit her up. Let's see what's going on. And she was down from the get-go. So thank you, Bundy. And of welcome. course, of course. Thank you for having me. So tell, you know, I didn't get to do this with you, Marcus. I'm sorry. So tell the people where you're from, who you are, what you've got going on, so we can know a little bit more about you. Okay. Um, my name is Bundy Fox. I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut. And I do music, I write, and I sing. I've been doing this, like, pretty much all my life. Aww. Definitely look me up. <laughs> yes. Okay, and Marcus, for people who don't um, know about you. Shit. I'm just a regular Brooklyn guy. Um, <laughs> I used to run a podcast uh, with a co-host named Berto called the Platinos and Kyle Greens Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm chilling. Okay. You were off social media for a while, huh? Yeah, for a little bit. Um, <laughs> just to get my mom right. So it made you come back? To be a trash Twitter nigga again. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, welcome. Yeah, I missed it. <laughs> We're going to drag you. <laughs> and then I have another special guest here with me, someone who is near and dear to my heart, my James Softin. <laughs> What's going on? No way. That's not my introduction. <laughs> yes, it is. Backstory, backstory. Well, actually, I'm going to let them introduce. I'm going to let you introduce yourself first before I give them the backstory. Thank you so much. Go my ahead. name is Rain, ladies and gentlemen. This James Softin thing. And I'm coming for you, because no way. There's no way. But my name is Rain, from Brooklyn, New York. I rap sometimes. Uh-huh. Amazing shooter. Uh-huh. Yep. On and off the court. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Triple entendre. That's uh-huh. what I do. And I'm glad to be here. What's up? <laughs> so All right, wait, 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 wait. That was too aggressive, son. Be here. This is, this is what? a baby. We got bonnets and do-rags on. It's a nice... Come but, on, Rain. But this brings me back to the, to the O3. Okay. Niggas okay. with do-rags were dangerous, bro. You know that. You're right. Are they now, though? No, not now. That, but listen, Twitter I'll... definitely gentrified do-rags. But that's a, whole, that's a whole separate topic. That's gentrified do-rags? That's, oh, no. that's a whole oh, separate absolutely. topic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since when did do-rags become gentrified? If you go to the store, um, you go to Moon Deli, they got gluten-free do-rags. Oh, they definitely... <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. I, 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 I still can't make sense of it, but I mean... Own. Wait, mean, can you tell me who was a 2003 dangerous do-rag wearer? Like, who are you talking 50 cent. about? He wasn't what? really wearing do-rags like that, though. Yes, was he? he? Yes, okay. yes, he was. Not like okay, that, like okay that. we're not going to do that. Okay. Whoa, no, 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 no. Yes, I was a big G unit fan back in the day. And I I mean, I remember a couple shoots where he had do-rags on. Yeah, but same. This but wasn't like an everyday cap blowing and, you know. Exactly. <laughs> no, for real. It wasn't like that. 
If yeah. anything, I remember more so like the um, headbands, like the um, AI headbands. Yeah, he has a mm-hmm. sweatband. But he, he used to do both, band. though. He used to yeah. do both. Right. Like, yo, the cover of um, Give It Your Die Trying, it's him in a do-rag. Once that dropped, everybody was like, yo, I need something to cover my head at all times. Yeah. Then they oh, had, they had the big do- facts. Then they had the do-rag tied out the left pocket or the right pocket if he was a blood. Big but, facts. Like, I, I never forget that because you see niggas on the corner with do-rags and it's like, nah, I got to go all the way around the block. They gonna they finna get you for your sneakers, yeah. and I just wasn't like with it, it. it was a culture. Like if you had on a do rag, that meant you were some type of tough. Like right. you couldn't wear your do rag and swoops getting snatched by your dean or your principal. You getting <laughs> yeah. your mom called. Like it's it's different. Like these young niggas running around like making do rag sweet. Like it, I don't know. Don't, don't make me go off on the table. <laughs> now it's like don't a make... fashion statement. Where it yeah. is like a fashion statement. But you know what's interesting is like this generation and our parents' generation feel totally different about do rags. Like, so my mom, she actually thinks that not that they're gross or anything, but mm-hmm. she's just like, no, they need to take that off. That's unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Why are they in the house with that? Like, you know, like when you're not in bed, like not when mm-hmm. you're getting ready to go to bed. She doesn't understand why people wear it as like a fashion statement. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I told her, I was like, it's like guys wearing earrings. Like, it's the same type of thing. Well, now it is. Y'all, yeah, all right. Yeah, you're you right. You're right. You right. Now it is. Right, like in right. this, in 2018, mm-hmm. now it is. Yeah. It's that kind of statement. No, true. You know right. how many bull niggas I've seen with do-rags in the past two weeks? <laughs> see, that's see, like, that's that's the whack shit I'm saying, bro. Like, like, like even wait, like ho- how- Hold young. on, hold on, because I'm mm-hmm. on my way there. So I'm not going to start wearing do-rags. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, because that's just my identity now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my identity. So mm-hmm. when I do, God forbid I lose it, because I'm still trying to have that, that mental, like, hope. But- it's like people that's really like Mr. Cleanball and they tie the shit like on some, they really trying to get waves and they brag about it. And it's like, what do you, you know what I mean? Like, I wear this because it matched like the fur on my coat. Like, I don't know why you wearing it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but we shouldn't do rag shame though. Oh, I don't like, do rag shame. Like, like, I think you know flap, flap out is a fashion statement. Flap up is more like going to bed. I agree. No. I agree. Yeah. But I'm starting to like the tucked in look though. Really? Yeah. It depends. It depends on like, see, his is nice and I like how. Thank you, Bundy. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Gas that nigga up. Yo. <laughs> Don't come for me, Rain. I ain't coming for you. Don't come you for you me. know why we here. Right. Listen, you know, here. you know we came to do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this this episode is themed. It's arguing time because there's just a lot of BS that's been going around, and it seems like the general population has just been split down the middle on everything, especially on social media. So I am more than ready to, you know, talk about these topics and see what your perspectives are on it. But first, I wanted to tell you guys. Guess what I found out today? What you found out? I'm Haitian. Dope. I'm Haitian. Fucking dope. So I um did the ancestry DNA test and I sent in my results. Um was it like a month ago? And I got my results last week. And um so basically the breakdown was that I'm forty two percent Cameroonian, that I'm eighteen percent Benin Togo. I don't even know what that is. Um fourteen percent from the Ivory Coast Ghanaian and eight percent Great Britain or English, whatever. So then I sent it to my group chat. And so then my group chat, the uh, my friend Victoria sent us like a breakdown of what the percentages mean um, in comparison to like someone's ethnicity. Mm-hmm. I guess ethnicity or like, yeah, no, ethnicity. So it's like a breakdown between like if you have this percentage, then you're more than likely Mexican. And if you have this percentage, you're more than likely um, Jamaican, and you have this percentage, you're more than likely Dominican. Mine, so I just told you like the numbers for Haitian, it was 42% Cameroonian, 29% Benin, and t- uh, 25% Nigerian, and 4% 
um, Ghanaian. And so since it came to those percentages, that's actually the closest out of all of the like, you know, different options with Nigerian, African American, Puerto Rican, whatever. So she was hype as fuck. She was like, mm-hmm. "Yep, Wait, I so, knew so, you was so, Haitian." So really quick, and this is only from her word. Like she just no. This is this is a chart you're not looking, this, but this is the, a chart she pulled okay. off of um, ancestry DNA. Oh, because it was coming from Victoria. So yeah. I mean to know. Now I always I always question. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Nah, you good. <laughs> I always question, um, you know, how accurate. Like the accuracy, because it's like, in no way am I racist, but I know that things like this, like the website, I'm sure is run by, you know, um, Caucasians. Caucasians. Yeah, of and course. And it's like, will <laughs> they really it. tell us where we're from? Will they really tell us our history? Will they really give us the truth? Because they've already diluted our textbooks. Mm-hmm. They've right. already diluted, you know, everything. Like my sister doesn't even know how to write in cursive because they took that out right when we got out of school. That's mm-hmm. crazy this to is, me. So it's like, how accurate is yeah. is Ancestry.com or like all those other websites? No, you're absolutely right. It's definitely up for question um, because there's a lot of YouTube videos I've watched especially of other black women um, unveiling their results. And they all happen to be Cameroonian too. Mm -hmm. So when I got my results, I was a little disappointed Mm because it was just kind of like, all right, so y'all just put me in the pile of, I don't know what the fuck she is. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say she's Cameroonian. I don't know what this stop means. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. right. So I don't know. It's really hard to, you know, really get down to like African-American roots and seeing like where we truly are Truly come from. Yeah. Yeah. But I would would love to know. Like, I want to know what tribe I'm from. Right. I'm from Dominican. I'm from... I'm from Dykeman. Whatever. So, so be cool well, let me ask you a question. Did you read the uh, the terms and conditions when you sent in your DNA to Ancestry.com? Uh, you know, I did not. You didn't? No. Nah. <sighs> and you know what? I bet you they have my DNA now, so they're probably using it for like testing with medical cases. I, I don't want to be that That's guy. That's another <laughs> secret. <laughs> All right. Tell me, tell me what I submitted to. Please. I don't want to be that guy. I'm just super weary uh-huh. about just submitting my DNA to I'm a conspiracy some... theorist, so I'll tell you. I know I fucked with you, Bundy. I know I fucked with you. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm super weary about submitting my DNA to some Caucasian-ran company. Right. And I, I can't ask for it back. I don't know what you did with it. Does DNA expire? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you that's, know that- that's just my mind. Like, that's how I think. Mm-hmm. They are actually, they put out a study that they're building, like, because, um, like, there was a million of them in, like, cases, like, spread all over this warehouse. Sorry. Um, but basically, they um, are building... Um, lifelike people, like clones, and just kind of making it so that when we pass away, they can um, transfer our consciousness to these. Oh, no. And so, mm-hmm. like, they're making them extra strong. Like, you can't mm-hmm. even, like... And I'm wondering, like, where are you getting some of the the, the templates for what you're creating? You yeah. know what I mean? But that's, again, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I have yeah. a whole idea. Where did you idea. see this? Um, I don't know, online. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably on YouTube. Probably on YouTube. Right. So. Oh, no. All right. Now I'm sure. But I already know they study black people and they've done that for well, true. Well, yeah, I ain't going to hold you. Um, they got fire through a shotgun shell, so I ain't worried about none of this like new apocalypse <laughs> shit. They just can't have my DNA. I have to fight myself. It's going to be a hassle because I know I'm a little annoying. Right. Imagine yeah. you have I'm, like a stronger version of yourself. Of yourself. On your doorstep. Fuck out of here. What would you do? Wait, you said they can't have your DNA, so you don't have your fingerprint scanned on your phone? You don't have your face scanned? None of that? You said you wasn't going to be that guy. My fault. No, not on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Gotti said, fuck them niggas. They be tracking niggas. I ain't putting no... Have you ever, like, worked retail and someone's like, I don't want to give you my address or email. Like, I don't want, like, the government takes that information. I'm like, you have an iPhone right there. Right. (laughs) It's over. All your info is in here. It's over. But you don't want to give me a damn email for 15% off? Okay. Got it. It ain't worth it. 
They got it. Fifteen <laughs> percent off to, to to give the government your life. Yeah, it's not your price. life though. You it's don't know that. Like you don't know that. Give, give it a few weeks. I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, they, they got you. <laughs> nah, God forbid, because you know Anyways, they listening right now. So I'm just keeping my mouth shut. I ain't trying to go to jail now. So we have two uh, Caribbean American people in the room, and we have two African American people in the room. Well, three technically. It's, Listen, I she might. Haitian now. I'm she's Haitian. Haitian now. So Bundy, you by yourself. Why? Why she flipped the script on you? I'm just wait. No, Bundy's Jamaican. Wait, Bundy's Jamaican. Oh, my fault. Marcus. You're Jamaican and Haitian. Oh, I apologize, Bundy. I just I, I I had to protect my brother first. <laughs> All right, and that's why I love you, King. Oh, I love you too, goodness. King. You know what's up. Listen, nah. your cape, please. Please listen to me. My bad. Loosen your <laughs> Anyways, I'm still Jack and African American. Anyway, but what I wanted to ask is like, you know, like the culture like growing up and how that was. And I just noticed, ooh, okay. I just noticed that like as as we get older, there seems to be like a, a divide for some reason between Caribbean Americans and African Americans and who runs what and who identifies with this culture and y'all don't do this and y'all don't say that. Yeah, like last that week I saw on the timeline. Well, I guess maybe if it's been that way, it's just something that I'm just now noticing. Yeah. But I, last week I saw on the timeline like Afri- African-American food shaming. Talking about this is just well-seasoned <laughs> Caucasian food. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> me and my ancestors built the foundation of this country. And y'all just came here. Y'all not going to sit here and shake. I got us. a question. Like, All right, so I got a question. You going to Crown Fried or Peppers? Yo, Ray, don't do that. Don't, don't do right. that. Ray, don't do that. Right. Don't do that. Because when I saw that tweet, I looked Which at tweet? it. I, I put my no phone tweet. down because I got yo, hot. Yo, I ain't going to hold you. I, I got see, hot. I see <laughs> you wilding and I got off the timeline because rightfully so, I'm going to let you wild out because you're my brother. I have nothing to say when you wilding out. Everybody else had to chill. Everybody has to chill, but I'm asking Simone, peppers or crown? I'm going to go to both. The fuck? At the they same damn take- time? Why do I have to pick? Like, see, this is the thing. No, 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 Why no, no, do we no, always no, no, have no. to pick one over the other? Why can't I just Peppers enjoy both? Peppers is amazing. Though. You know why? Peppers is amazing. I'm, 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 I'm of course. Course. No funny shit, right? I'm going to Peppers. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I'm know. going to Peppers. I know, nigga, we out. We <laughs> all going to Peppers. <laughs> we but, out. but then, okay, so you have that argument and we all the consensus is, oh, we going to Peppers. But then now it's like, aha, yeah, Jamaicans are better. We run the world. Fuck it. Like, what? No, 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 no. no. You see, like. Why does it need to be all that? So. Why can't we enjoy yams and festival? Talk to him. You gonna eat? Him? Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm not I'm gonna, gonna do dip it. my festival in my candied yams. That's what I'm gonna go do. On, yo. Listen, oh, all right. So look, look, look. <laughs> that's that's the DR. She says I'm gonna be in Jamaica. You are. Listen, everyone. This man is not Dominican. You're don't, let him, don't let him speak to you in Spanish. I never said He's anybody. a fraud. Okay. No. I think when people try to like cook Jamaican food that are not Jamaican and like mess it up, it can look a little offensive. Like there was a video with this girl named Nikki or something like that, and mm-hmm. she, it was going viral, and she kind of like was making Jamaican food and there was tons of comments under there just kind of saying she did not make that right. <laughs> so maybe that's kind of where a little bit of the, like, you know, the battle between. Well, well not even just mm-hmm. food, Bundy. So the conversation really stems from, like, you know, cultural adaptions, like how we were raised in certain things. Mm. You know what I mean? So I guess, like, the issue, the real issue with a lot of people that's, like, just African-American they associated with white Americans because I get I don't know where they get that from, but they associate them and you know how Dwight's 
handle things. You know what I mean? Like you entrust a lot of things. Who associates African Americans with a, a lot of people? Well, I would say yeah. I would say because we're extremely whitewashed in this country. I mean, there's a lot of things that we do for the approval of white people. We change our voices at our jobs. We change how we act <laughs> and and walk and talk when we're absolutely. around them. We worry yeah. about right. what they're thinking. Absolutely. So we are absolutely whitewashed. Yeah. And, well, and then other cultures to, um, like Jamaicans and Africans, they hate it. True. Mm-hmm. But to go back to Rain's original point, um, I think it's not necessarily Black American standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's the you know the the Caribbean standpoint that come here because they come and they get they they buy into this idea that Black Americans are lazy. Um, mm-hmm. They buy into mm-hmm. this idea that okay, black, the reason why Black Americans are the way they are is because they live in it. They live so privileged and they don't want to do anything with it. They're lazy. Like this whole yeah, they're mm-hmm. lazy like thing that they adopt and they run with and they teach the, the generation and they teach their children this and it, it creates problems mm-hmm. as we see on the timeline, which is fucking right. crazy because that whole idea that black Americans are lazy comes from <clears throat> Caucasians. Mm-hmm. I've never really heard that 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 um like other cultures think that we're lazy. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's a good that's a good point. For it, me it's talks. a great point. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. So so it, it it comes from right like if you come from a third world country right where you you don't have certain certain things like even running water like you mm-hmm. go like you go to bed hungry at night sometimes mm-hmm. like you don't have certain necessities when you get here it's like it's running water everywhere mm-hmm. like it's opportunity everywhere and you see people who look like you but who are downtrodden who haven't achieved as much as you know maybe you can. Or with those same opportunities, with those same opportunities, you're like, yo, these motherfuckers is lazy. Why man. they not? Like, they not like, why they not as motivated so. as I am? Right. To and, get ahead. Um, mm-hmm. Well, as far as like, um, like I said, cultural adaptions are how people are raised. I was explaining to Simone one day something that my father always told me, like with traveling, like you always go forward, never backwards. So, in a sense, I was explaining to her. The only time I would go past like my destination is if I'm going to work because it kind of drops me off. But anywhere else, I would get off the stop before and walk because it's kind of like a, a superstition in a sense or, you know, it's just something I was raised by. But it always just made me realize that I should never go further than what I need to. Like, if we get something done, then just, you know, don't cut any corners or don't overshoot things in a sense. Mm-hmm. But, but that um, sounds like a, a life lesson, not like a, a Jamaican adopted lesson. Well, that's, that's, that's where I get it. I got it from my pops and a lot of Jamaican families have the same thing. Like, we're not strangers to it. So I guess like the the line in between like the Caribbean culture and American culture is just certain things that we were brought up with and just us being strangers to how things are and things that we wouldn't tolerate. I know the other day we were walking and I was like how uh, like um, black Americans are wearing like the emoji suits and stuff. And I was making jokes about it, of course. <laughs> but if you sit on my corner, like if we in the Heights, you sit on my corner, like of course the Caribbean culture, everybody still like wear their little shots of clothes and thing, but... If you watch the the regular American kids, they they wear crazy things. I'm not saying like yo, and we got to so stay. Do Jamaican men though, uh, and and this is true. This is true. <laughs> this is this is true. But we about to get into that in a little bit because <laughs> like some, I know y'all not. <laughs> I know we not we not we not going all right. So there, so <laughs> no, all right. So me as a Jamaican <laughs> man, so so and skinny a, jeans and red colored hair from some Jamaican men. Okay. This and is color co- eye contacts. Yes. In blue eye contact, <laughs> and, ble- and bleach skin. If we, if we really, if we really, if we I'm really going there, I'm gonna let y'all have your moment. And they still gonna serve you at peppers. <laughs> we gotta get your peppers. Okay. <laughs> so don't do it to yourselves. But now, nah, like, it's it's just to do it's it's just to do things. Like, um, I've known some Black Americans that I that I had to teach. Like, yo, it's not wise to sit 
on your bed with your outside clothes because you've been outside, you don't know what you brought in from the outside and you're going to bring it to your home where you lay your bed. I do that as a black American just because of we live in dirty New York yeah, City. Yeah, I know. So. Like, I was taught that from my mom and she's yeah. black American. And, and, and this is true, but that just came from nowhere. So if you're upstate, if you're home, do you just sit in your bed like with your bag of clothes that come from outside? No, I don't. All right. That, that's everywhere. Like, I've, I've always done that. But you, you just outside. said that you were saying that Caribbean culture or Caribbean families say that. That's that's what... No, I, I, I've literally taught a lot of black Americans. Like, yo, that's not how you do that thing. The way they just carry on. Oh, you're like, saying like you're trying to teach black Americans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because you are the teacher? Not... Sometimes. Not <laughs> Who to say... not, not to say, Nobody. <laughs> what, 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 what maybe... All right, so... Well, you know, maybe, but I appreciate though that he's trying to exa- teach though. Exactly. Which, I, I appreciate which, that. Listen, my thing is if I have somebody that's not doing anything, that's that not too wise, because maybe it's wise to them or they have sense of it. I'll speak to them and let them know like my viewpoint. If you're gonna run inside the house and put your hand in a pot and you ain't wash your hands, you're just playing football for two hours, I'm gonna let you know like you should wash your hands because you might get an infection. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you might think I'm not. I'm hungry. You know what I mean? It's like, and that's not the right way to go. No, I mean, I hear you, but this this just sounds like a life lesson. This doesn't sound like a, oh, I'm Caribbean American. I'm teaching and black you know, Americans to do this. And, and, that's, and you t- and you taking it that way because of how things are. Like, I never said, like, I need to be the, the appointed person to teach everybody because God gave me the gift to. I'm just saying, like, if I see something crazy or see something strange, I'm going to speak on it. I wouldn't, be a, I wouldn't be right if I let you do something that can harm you. And... To be no, honest, I, it don't even have to be. It don't even have to be because of how I was raised or my culture. It could just be, you know, like nah, I don't do that because that's filthy. But I can tell you, it has a lot to do with how I was raised. I was mm-hmm. raised and groomed to to know that cleanliness is godliness. You right. know what I mean? So, right. and I think it, having kuth well, is definitely something like people from the Caribbean, like people from. I'm sorry, can you say that word again? Uh huh. Can you say that word again? Caribbean. People from the Caribbean. Kuth. Oh, kuth. kuth. Oh, you don't know what kuth is. All right, first of all, you're not going to talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Yo. <laughs> but, but, what but is like, cool? <laughs> Okay, so cool is like having some, you could, uh, C-O-O-T-H, it's kind of like just having some, so like. you want me to Google it? That's what you want me to Google it? You could, right, yeah, you, you could. Go, because Google I don't want to, because I don't want to misquote, you know what I mean? But I know what it, the general, what it means. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of going to say to his that? point, like a lot of black Americans um, they don't have the same amount. C O O T H. Isn't it like having like a set of manners, like basically that, having like, essentially like that discernment is yeah, how you so how you yeah. carry yourself cool. and mm-hmm. cultured, refined, and well mannered. Okay, mm-hmm. boom. boom. So, <laughs> and I think a, a great reference to like what we're kind of talking about is Black Panther, um, mm-hmm. and how you know um, this guy he came from America, so he was raised a completely different way. He had a different. Uh, mindset and the people in you know you're um, talking about Killmonger yes Mm -hmm. Killmonger sorry so (laughs) um but everyone you know that was back home didn't really like him because he he had a different way about him and he felt outcasted and they didn't you know it was a different culture so I think that was a a great reference to kind of what we're talking about of how like you know, it's a different upbringing, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's strange. Wait, we're it's talking about that thing. Michael B. Jordan movie. Yeah, well, yeah. it's not a Michael B. Jordan oh, movie, but, uh, but it's yeah, a Marvel. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Marvel I fucking Michael hate B. that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Well, first of all, I, I, I haven't seen it. I ain't seen it. Wait, oh, you haven't seen Black Panther? I haven't seen Black Panther. So why do you reserve the right to say that you hate it? You haven't even seen it. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because it gives so many people um, ammunition against Black Americans. Yep. Um, so so many Black Americans came out and supported that movie, which was fucking 
amazing. That's dope. It's all black cast, mostly all black pro- production team. Like it was amazing, right? Mm-hmm. But it gives the Caribbeans and foreign blacks, it gives them ammunition against black people because we came out, we wore African garb and it it, it, tra- it it trails the line of a little bit appropriating and no it, it, not it, at it all it, it, think about comic con think about comic con this is a marvel movie and everyone dresses up when marvel comes out with batman and spider-man mm-hmm. and all this other stuff people dress up like that and so if we're wanted we want to dress up like the characters in the marvel movie then that's completely but, well, mm-hmm. well but, no no the so saving from, so the saving from, grace of that is it's not like they were wearing the suits from the movie they were yeah. wearing like dashikis they yeah, went like into African their local garb. stores and just grabbing dashikis like but I to need celebrate to the movie. I mean, if and I wore a, sp- a t-shirt with Spider-Man on it, that's not what Spider-Man wore. But I'm celebrating what the movie was about. In a sense, but but go I think go and celebrate the, the movie, it. not mm-hmm. go and say I'm proud of my blackness, so I have to support. Because of course we go to Comic Con and we celebrate the characters that we've grown to know and love right. and study, and you know we get our little lessons and stuff from it. But when you go and say I'm only supporting this movie because I'm black and I need to support my people. It's like, well, I get that, but it kind of looks like you're going over the top and being a little extra. And I get the viewpoint of the people that saying, okay, that was a little extra because you're going to run and spend... I mean, of course, you're going to spend the money because, shit, give, give it to all of us. We need, we need all of that. But you're going to go out there and do that. But when it really matters, you know where to be found. So you're doing it. It seems like you're just jumping on a wave. And it's like, if you're going to support, support 100%. You know what I mean? Without the costume is what you're saying. Well, yeah, on and off. If you're going to run out and, and, and no. celebrate black culture, then do it every single day. Don't do it because you see everybody celebrating on Twitter and you need a picture for the gram. And it's, it's like, nah, like if you're going to really celebrate, celebrate it for real. Okay. Well, so I'm trying to think of like uh, um, another reference with another ethnic group. So, you know, Crazy Rich Asians just came out. Yes. And so what you're saying is if Asian people started to go to that movie and they were wearing like kimonos and like shit like that. It's, that would be touchy. It's different because in Crazy Rich Asians, what what do what do they um, identify as? Are they Chinese, Japanese? Um, I believe it's Chinese. Chinese, right? So if you came to support Crazy Rich Asians and you wore some Japanese garb, or no, I'm, if you're Japanese and you came to, to a Crazy Rich Asian premiere, you wore Chinese garb, then that's an issue, right? Because you're low key. I don't. Know, I hate the appropriation word, yeah. but you're low key. Kind of trying to, but you're Asian adjacent though. So why is it like you're appropriate? Is that enough? <laughs> I would we're, think we're, so. We're, we're African adjacent, but you saw the diaspora wars on the timeline. It, yeah, but like I, I would be offended if a black person, if an African person yelled at me or got mad at me because I was wearing a dashiki. To be honest, I was, it, it, was, it was like it, I think it, okay. that's insane. But that was, you, that was also offended, what happened too. Do they have the right to? Absolutely not. Why? Who would who would be yelling at her? An African, right? So she has on some some cultural African garb, mm-hmm. right? And it's very specific to an African culture. Mm-hmm. A person of that culture comes up to you and say, "Listen, you're not even wearing it right. Like you're being very disrespectful." But the thing is, though, you're not wearing it because you're disrespect. You're trying to be disrespectful. You're right. wearing it because you're trying to honor them in that culture. So that's so when we asked the question. It- go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I think we're gonna say the same thing. I, I think we're gonna ask like, it, what's the difference? Like. 
is it better to just have better and like good intentions and like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Does it matter whether or not um I have good intentions or does it just matter you know the action like what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. So if intentions matter, then I mean I feel like we're really gonna become a really touchy world where everything is just we're offensive. It's, it's, we, we already did. Everything exactly. is offensive. I mean, over. if you wear a do rag, oh my god, well I'm black, you can't wear that do rag. Right. Like, it's just gonna be a like if we do that, how far do we go? Right? Yeah. Are we reprimanding white people now if they want to jump on the do rag wave? Because white people, I mean, white people have been been wearing corn rolls for a while now. Mm-hmm. And, and what locks. are we saying about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And locks. It's, it's conversation. And locks. You mean, me personally, honestly speaking, I let people live how they live. Like, if if you know me, I let people live how they live. Unless they coming off a disrespectful, especially towards me or, you know, anybody that I love. But I let people live how they live because that's what they want to do. If that makes them comfortable. Un- also, unless they're... Spreading the wrong message. If they out there mm-hmm. spreading the wrong message, I'm. I may have to say something. It depends. Sometimes my energy isn't worth it. But you're definitely yeah. correct. We have conversation about how white people wear locks and they get to do what they want, but kids can't even get into their schools because they have locks and they have right. to give it the locks to get into the school. Mm. So that's where it becomes an issue as well because you're gonna sit there and utilize the culture and what we've raised and known to be and y'all call us disgusting for it and say it's inappropriate, but. Yeah. Y'all have tutorials online about it all the time. Celebrating it. But then it you know un- what, educator? That's the moment where you educate those mm-hmm. individuals and, then. And, and I do, for but, the but most part. You know that for the most part, they're doing it like with a good intention. Like they right. just, they, they're trying to celebrate black culture, right? Right. Or trying to fit into black culture. Oh, well, yeah. Right. So if you trying were African garb, right? You're, it's kind of the same argument. But not no, really. because I'm black. I am Afri- I'm African American. You Haitian now. <laughs> and what about that. a what, what about a that. you know a white woman who wears who wears <laughs> cornrows and mm-hmm. appropriates, so to speak, black culture but and dates black men but doesn't like black women. Because mm. there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then the same thing like he was saying as far as um celebrating the same things on you know, uh, people of different races. Right. And then when it comes to us, it's like ghetto or trashy or whatever. Same thing with weed. Like there are people that are locked up now because, and that's come up on the timeline a yeah, lot um, for, for weed charges. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, white people are growing cannabis right. businesses. They have yeah. <laughs> so and there's bachelor's degrees and right. whatever. So it's just, it's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I hear what you all are saying, but I just, I can't get with the fact of someone thinking that I'm appropriating, especially something that's where that, my roots are. Exactly. Like I'm trying to honor, I'm trying to celebrate it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't extra. I didn't pull up to Black Panther with no type of African garb right. on. And actually I was in the minority mm-hmm. and people were looking at me like, well, where's, where do you like, where's your stuff? Where's your dashiki? Where's mm-hmm. this? Where's your mm-hmm. kufi? Like, Nah, I'm good. I'm, but you know what? I'm wearing I think, all black. Like, I think there was a time that people just wanted to celebrate African culture because I we think, yeah. had never had a movie that just was dedicated to us and right. our power and our. And it was during Black History Month, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was like, another moment. To there celebrate. were little girls in there crying because they were just never seen black women represented Aww. in that light. So that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I can see why people dressed up that way. But I it's just wish, a, so I maybe wish it is intent. Would come up to me and try to snatch my dashiki off. Well, they probably that. won't try to snatch your dashiki <laughs> off. But I'm just saying, it's a certain amount of privilege that you have that you can kind of like dip in someone's culture and say, "Listen, I'm gonna wear something that's traditional to you mm-hmm. and put it on just for this one day and kind of quote unquote celebrate your culture without." Low key your permission and and without like even coming to you and saying even if I'm doing this right, you know you kind of have to check yourself and say listen this person has a right to feel disrespected they mm-hmm. have a right to check me if I'm doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's my stance. So I have a question. 
Are we really offended by the N-word? Yes. By certain people. Oh, absolutely. Marcus? And me personally? Yes. Listen. Niggas is listening. For the, for, the, <laughs> for, the, for the most part, bro, if I don't know you, don't say that shit around me. Yeah. Like, if, if I don't, like, and it's, it may sound fucked up. I may be a very fucked up person for this, but, like, if you of the lighter skin and I don't know you, don't say that shit around me. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't know, I'm talking about. If I don't know you personally. Like, don't say that shit around me. I don't care. I don't is. care what yep. you claim. No, no, no Dominican, Puerto Rican, Honduras. Like, don't say that shit around me, bro. Because we gonna have. Mm-hmm. An issue. I'm not. I'm so not, like I'm me, not I couldn't say it around you. But you see, and, th- nah, and this is nah, this nah, is this nah, the, nah, the, buddy, the problem that it stirs up because you clearly have like African American features. I'm completely black. <laughs> right. So like I would be. It's fucked up with me, but I would be okay with that. Right. <laughs> but if, <laughs> but if you know yeah, someone who. <laughs> doesn't really have our features, yeah. You know, uh-huh. does it's like, yo, bro, why are you saying that? Like, what, like, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not gonna like disrespect you. I'm gonna pressure you. Like, what's, what's the history of that word? Like, what, you, what do you know about that word? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. what yeah. was that it's word used for? Like, mm-hmm. like, like, tell me something about it. Like, come on, like, and that I shit? agree. Really and truly, like, I'm not gonna lie, and I don't know if I'm gonna get flagged for this, but I have a lot of Spanish friends that love to use the word and. Depending on who you are, I'm going to have to stop you from saying it because whenever you're not in the mood and you want to talk about black people, you use that word in such a negative light. And I ain't going for that shit anymore because I ain't going to be a nigga and then be a nigga behind my back. You feel me? I ain't going for that shit anymore. Bars. You know what I mean? Bars. <laughs> right, bars. No, no, no. But not really and truly because I've seen, I've seen friends of mine get nasty on a timeline with strangers they don't know and put black men and women down. But they're the first to sit there and yell nigga at the and top of their lungs. Yeah. Like they side with us. They don't side with us. They starting to side with us because we've been it. Like black people been it from the beginning of time. So they're starting to side with us because they starting to see the strength in our numbers and our love. So now it's like they a lot of people are not afraid to be black anymore. They're not afraid to side with us anymore. So now it's like how come we can't have a seat at the table and we've been this way and I'm from this neighborhood or my oh. auntie's cousin's boyfriend's mm-hmm. um best friend was black. So he let me say the N word. So why can't I say it around you? Cause no, I don't know where you're from. Use your I'm... own your own culture's derogatory right. term. If you're Spanish, you know what word you can use. Facts. Don't call me. If a you're spicho. Chinese, you know what word you can <laughs> right. use. Don't work. Don't use ours. That's how I feel. Yeah. You have your own derogatory word. Even though it's been ruled out as like a term of endearment. Mm. And stop equating hood to black because that's right. that's right. so so like disrespectful but only right. we equated it as a term of endearment like only like only black us. americans like uh and, and e- all right so can caribbean say nigga yeah nigga. <laughs> nah um no elaborate on that more because really quick, yeah, on, yeah, no, hold on hold on he might be onto something black caribbean I mean, like, but the it, thing is, it, like, it it's a touchy. black American word. Right. And it was a term used to demean us. Demean, the demean, demean, demean who, though? Because black the, Americans. Black, black Americans weren't the first slaves. Demean the victims of chattel slavery. That's what the term nigga was used for. Okay. Right? So, okay. I guess uh, if you're not going, like, run up to people and, like, all right, I need to know where exactly, like, your family was dropped mm-hmm. off during, like, the slave trade. But, it, but like, but that's, it's that's Negro, the, that's, that's, Negro, that's Negro. the only way we can determine like mm-hmm. who can say like nigga or not. Like mm-hmm. where was like if we're gonna get that. Yeah, we're gonna get that technical. Where was your family dropped off? Then Caribbean, Caribbeans, and everyone else actually can't but even say that. If we're using the one drop rule, then everyone can say it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. My thing is that like 
I'm gonna be real. Personally, it doesn't bother me. I I guess it depends on the context. Like if someone's like, "Yo, what's good, my nigga?" Like it. First of all, me and my friends don't talk like that anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if people were to approach me like that, like my friends, fine. If it's somebody I don't know, I'm like, mm, okay, like so. It's whatever. intent for you. Like, yeah, it's intent. Like okay. it depends on the context. Like if I know that you're saying nigga because we're at a concert and I, there's a whole bunch of white people who are around me mm-hmm. who were screaming nigga obviously they're going along with the lyrics. I'm not going to stand there and fight you over a word. But if you are pushing me out the way, like get the fuck out of my face, nigger, then we're going to fight. Okay. So it's really about context. Okay. And it, do- it doesn't bother me that much. And I know that there's this argument going on too with like Latino people being able to say it. Uh, because no. then you have half of the Latino population saying, oh, I'm Afro-Latino, so I reserve that right. And you have the other people who are like, Spicy white, as Davon likes to call it. Yep, spicy and white. And they clearly are European adjacent, but they think just because they have that one drop rule of African African roots or mm-hmm. whatever, or Taino roots, they think that they can. But or even Afro-Latinas, like, that's, yeah. that's one drop. You're not black. You're Latina. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm I were to come around and say, again, your derogatory t- term for your culture, that would be highly offensive for you. Mm-hmm. We happen to take ours back and use it as a term in endearment for each other. You know what and I mean? And they don't like that power and so and and my thing is i really hate the argument of why can't i use it first of all if you're that down and you're that in the hood then you should have enough respect to say you know what i'm not black but the people i grew up with are Mm -hmm. so just out of respect for them i'm not gonna say it because that's how even even if you grew up around people saying it and you slip up right and you like the people around you be like nah bro like don't say that around us if you're from the hood and and you're of the culture you have enough respect to say matter of fact y'all right like like whenever you whenever you you take that right away from me i'm gonna respect that Mm -hmm. right but that's hood what, isn't black too. So like when people say I, I grew up in the true. hood, like what does that mean? Yeah, like I know a lot of white people that grew up in the hood. Mm-hmm. Like I know white people from Jamaica. That doesn't mean that they can, or white people from Africa. That doesn't mean they can say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. True. That is very true. <sighs> you know one thing though that the term has been getting under my skin, and I've noticed it ever <laughs> since I moved down here. Say I came in the room right. Why do Caribbean people say oh good night good night good night good night. Like what? What does that even like? I'm not leaving. I just got because here. Because look it's, outside. Hello, how are you? Look outside. If it's ten p.m. Like and you walk in my house, I'm not saying good evening. It's, it's like Buenos Noches. Like I guess. Good night. But no. like I just, it was just so like, weird hi. to me. Like good night, good night. And I'm like, why are you saying you're like, black hello, American? Hello. You don't understand. All right, right, all right, right. Not really and truly. That's that's another thing. I don't know. Like from the beginning of time, like I've always heard good night after a certain time after nine p.m. I always hear good night, and that's like I know, any- but it's a departure message. It's not a greeting. Well, that's that's probably how we've been well, conditioned. I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's just so weird to me. And and then to be honest, Simone, when I do see well you or anybody that's Black American, when they go any places after a certain time, they don't even say good evening. Nothing. They say hey. Yeah, or, I'm conditioned. What's going on, Hello, y'all? How are you? Right. So how was your day? I walk in, good night, good night, how you doing? Good evening, how you doing? Once it's past nine o'clock, I ain't saying good evening because it's not evening anymore. It's nighttime. I What's could be evening? Going, That's between four evening. and... Mm, I, I get it now. I say, I say five, no, I'm, I get it I'm now. I'm not following. So, so good night would be the, the greeting after good evening, right? Because evening time is from like... Ends at six... No, I think right I think, afternoon. I've always thought evening I think was like no no, no I'm sorry that's that's afternoon I think but twelve to I, like I'm dumb. I'm dumb twelve to five <laughs> is afternoon that's that's my that's my yeah, mark. twelve yeah, to five, five is after five is evening after five is evening. yeah no even so if it was eleven p.m. I would have said for, evening good evening rain 
I wouldn't say um, good evening because our Jamaican correspondent. Yeah, our Jamaican correspondent. So good night is a substitution for good evening. Yeah. Oh, got you. I'm with you. I'm so with that's you. that's what I'm it rolling. is. I'm it's rolling. like if I walk to a place and it's if it's this time, I'm not walking somewhere. I'm not I'm not walking in the crib and saying good evening. I'm mm-hmm. saying good night, good night because first of all, that person could be getting ready for bed. Okay. It it could be it could be that thing like that's that's when you say good night. It's around that time where certain people are getting ready for bed. So if it's that time, I'm going to say it's that time. It doesn't necessarily mean that person is going to drop to sleep right then and there. But you're not going to go... I'm not going to go someplace 9, nine in the morning and be like, good night, because that doesn't make any sense. But mm-hmm. if it's a certain time, then it's like, good night, good night, how you doing? It's not a, hey, good evening, or I can say, hey, or what's up, or what's cracking, anything. But if, especially if I'm talking to an elder, I'm going to say, good night, good night, how you doing? I get in the Ubers, good night, good night. Some of them say goodnight back. Some of them say, oh, hey, what is your name? But you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to say goodnight because that's the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. I don't see any issue with that at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's even a topic on this podcast. Okay. I'm rolling. Uh-huh. I'm rolling. Right. I'm rolling. What else, what else you got for, for, for our culture? That you, and, and you know you what? I'm done chicken. culture bashing. Oh, Whatever. no, no. Oh, see, look, so you were meaning that you were, back, you, you were bashing? We, no, we could have had a conversation no, I about wasn't it. <laughs> so what was this? All right. <laughs> it's Just all trying to get down to the bottom of it. You don't mm. like Jamaicans? No, I, clearly I do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I love Jamaicans. I love Jamaican food. I love Jamaican yeah. culture. I just hate the music. So excuse like, me. I'm excuse sorry. Me. I hate reggae and soca. I really okay. I, the the new style, the modern reggae, but like old school reggae, like real reggae. Like, what is it a difference for you? Like, she um, think it's so I guess same. I really don't know what old school reggae like is. Like Bob Marley and the Whalers. Like I've never even listened to Bob. Oh my All right, we're gonna have to have a conversation. <laughs> No way. This room what is you about just to say? <laughs> I'm, I'm, just not, I'm just, I'm just so blown away. But you know what? It's probably, and I don't want you to feel the type of way about this. It's probably coming from where you come from, like coming yep. from upstate. Yeah, no, it's, absolutely. It's it's, 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 it's different because, like, even, and this may be, you know, controversial of me saying this, but going back to my partying experiences when I was younger, like basement parties, like that's all, like. Well, I've never was, had that in my life oh until I God. until I went to college. It was like what was it, 2011? I remember being in parties. I guess the guess they were bashment parties and being pissed that they weren't playing Big Sean and Nicki Minaj and like I was like, yo, where's the Drake at? Like I'm tired of hearing. But I'm tired of hearing she, that. She used to go to raves, y'all. I, whatever. No, I was not going to no rave. But so like, did you have a childhood, bro? Yeah. Did you, did you like party? Yeah, I was in the club at like twelve, thirteen. But what, what kind of club they, so, were it was, you so, so it was rap all Wait night. A it was. <laughs> what club was it? Was, like, <laughs> it was this club that had like a teen night that was specific for like Sunday nights when you didn't have school on Monday. Mm-hmm. So they always had it during those holiday weekends. Oh, right. So the like the entry was like twelve to like sixteen, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what they played was like. 90% rap and then the reggae that I did hear was that song that's like um Ooh. I like to get to know you baby I don't know what it's called oh oh what's the piece that? of that sexy body that song you know what I'm talking about say it again say it again sing it again I gotta find it but no no like, sing, it, sing it again no sing it again sing it again she's a singer <laughs> I would like to get yes. okay to I'm with you I'm rolling so like rolling. reggae like that and like Sean Paul and then once temperature came on they transitioned right back to hip hop. Mm-hmm. That's that was my. Rain, how you feel? How you feel about this ring? How you feel? How you feel about this ring? It don't matter. 
So my childhood was lit, but that's what I grew up on. Thing, so, so coming down here yeah. and seeing and like being at like parties, party, yeah. yeah, where eighty percent of it is reggae and soca. Like it's a good it's, party. And literally it's, last weekend we went to a party and I was like, I was low culture. key mad. I was like, this is culture. fun. Everyone's having fun, culture. but. I can't relate to this music. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to throw some bowls. Like, you I'm know what's crazy. Ready. Speaking of Haitian, I went to my, to like with my friends to a Haitian party uh-huh. and they played the same type of like shit at, like the whole night. Yes. And it was the same. Yeah. Yeah. Haitian yeah. music yeah. is I'm like, like right. the same. Do we just do this all night? But you were able to dance Kumpa. I was because right, I was so, taught. So why can't why can't you you bust a little wine? What's wrong with that? I mean, I can bust a little okay, wine, but I don't okay. want to do it for more than ten minutes. <laughs> Yo, this is hurting my heart. <laughs> but my if God. you think about it, ten minutes is a very long time to be. Well, no, 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 no. My no. back cramping. She's she's not saying. Like, she, well, I don't know. I don't know. If she's talking about wine for ten minutes straight. She's talking about having the music for ten minutes. That's what oh, she's oh, talking oh, about. Yeah, I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But um, yo. Shout out to the Treehouse Barbecue Joint, yo. Shout out to Mad Yeah, Links. thanks for the invite, Shout Lincoln. out to Gio. That shit was fire. <laughs> nah, it yo. was fire. And for fire. being down here, I have to assimilate myself with Caribbean culture. Of course, I cannot get away from no, it. No, you could sit out. We, it, we'll be fine without no, you. No, because then I'm going to feel like Squidward watching like SpongeBob and Patrick <laughs> okay, outside so, having fun. You know, you, know my like, slo- no. you, know, you know my slogan, Adapt the Pebbish. Like, you don't have to like it. Nobody's forcing you, but... I mean, if you if you take the time, you can. Like, yo, I went to um Cozy Gala yesterday. Shout to shout to Aurelia. Like that shit was so beautiful. Like I don't really get out of my element or get back into the the, the shots of more unless I'm in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. If I'm at Tola Crib, then I'm wilding. And they brought Staten Island out yesterday. Them niggas was wilding yesterday, and it was a beautiful thing to see because you go to certain parties. I don't go to clubs no more because they'll have like a a five minute reggae set. Like they'll play a bunch of hip hop, of course. They play the hottest things. You hear repeats of shit. Certain parties, even like the household parties that we go to, like there's not enough of a, a real popping ass reggae set. Like it's a few people that know that that can hold a great set. Like Showtime, he was a great set. Like Craig, like T- DJ TGIF is is an amazing DJ. Big he's from Albany. Absolutely, he could, he could he he could throw a fire ass reggae set. And he's from up there, so I don't know why someone did that, but that's another story. I mean, yeah, but that was later on in my life, like <laughs> no, nah, in it's, college. It's, it's okay, but um. <laughs> well, okay. I, I'm just glad she she she's here now. Right. She gets an opportunity you, to experience it. Right, I'm the teacher, right? So I got a teacher. Exactly, right. I don't right. need to be exactly. taught by you. Thank you. Are you all right? <laughs> Right. Good luck when you go out to parties and you Whatever. like a boy. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys listening to right now? Mm. Like what drop? About not reggae. Huh? I'm still on Scorpion. Really? really? I'm. I mean, I, obviously, Astro World is dope. Yeah. Um. Greatest album. H E R dropped her EP, and I have not tuned in only because. Who is this? And I her, hop on her. her. Oh, H E R. You said okay. Yeah, her. I hop mm-hmm. on everything she does, but mm-hmm. um, but I I just want to roll my blunt. I just want to sit down, have nice, you know, just a nice session mm-hmm. to just listen to it, and because I'm. I need to listen to each instrument, each vocal, each mm-hmm. background part. Like I have to. So right, because you're you said that you're a singer, right? You make music. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been doing that? Since I was, I wrote my first song when I was five years old. Oh, that's beautiful. That is with so my beautiful. father. It was a it was a gospel song. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but, Preach. Yeah. So do you have any upcoming shows? Any upcoming projects? Um. Well, 
I have a, a album that I'm trying to <laughs> finish, mm-hmm. um, but no upcoming shows. It's really just recording. I just dropped something, and I'm gonna drop something else. I dropped actually, I dropped two things, and I'm gonna drop something else. So I'm just I'm just enjoying recording and putting stuff out there because um, luckily, like I have a, a nice little online following, so people do gravitate, and that's how I get my music out there. Like my what I want to say and what I want to, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, recording and putting music out is best for me. Dope. That is dope. <laughs> Who are some of your musical influences? Mm, early on, I would say it was Erica. Um, really? India. Yeah. Really early on, early on, it was like India, Erica, Aaliyah. So you're about all about that like neo-soul type of R&B. That's how I started. Mm-hmm. And then I really started getting into edgier beats. Like I love grunt, like grungy, bassy beats, mm-hmm. like maybe like a soft synth, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. just doing something nice on top, like flowing with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just I've modernized, like commercialized like a lot because mm-hmm. of what I listen to. So. Dope. Yeah. dope. Dope, dope, dope. Mm, that sounds I amazing. I think we have another um, musician in the room. Right, yeah, right, right. Marcus, right. amazing musician. <laughs> Thank you, Rain. You know, I don't get enough Hot credit for uh, You need to. Like, yo. That, I used to be like that where I, I don't speak about my talents, you know what I mean? But like, yo, you got it. Marcus, mm-hmm. you know that. Thank you, Ryan. What's up, shit? I mean, you have the, you, the opportunity to speak about it right now. So, the nah, floor I, I think, you know what? I'm going to just defer to you, bro. <laughs> 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 All right. So, yeah, I'm an artist. I've had some times, as I mentioned before. Um, my influences, it's, it's, a, it's a wide range. Um, first influence starts with Jay-Z, of course. Um then um, I have to give a huge shout out to Biggie Smalls, rest in peace. Um, I had a great opportunity to span and listen to other artists as I was growing up. So Snoop Dogg is a huge influence, as well as UGK, Daz Dillinger, Outkast, of course. Um, of course, you know, have Nas, DMX, and the Locks. Like Rough Riders, huge part. Thank you for saying of my, that. My childhood. Um, yeah, Marcus's little DMX. Big facts. So um, your little DMX, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's little X right there. Yeah. But nah, seriously speaking, like <laughs> artists like Javu, like you know, it kind of showed me in a sense. Like my mother used to call it thug music. So like thug music had like thugs had so much passion. Like they could rap about like being in the streets, and they had the little like I'm not gonna say sensitive side, but they had like the soft side of them. They they in tune. Um, they're not a hundred percent in tune with the streets. So it kind of like opened my eyes to know that you ain't gotta be like a street artist or all artists aren't about the streets. You know what I mean? So, I mean, of course, I'll cash on me. That shit too, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Shout out to cool. Outkast. Yeah. yeah. Outkast don't get enough respect. They right. need to, though. They fuck shit up when they hit the game. I ain't gonna hold you. Sure I want to know why Andre didn't keep acting. He's amazing. I saw yeah. him in a movie the other day. And I saw him in Soho the other day. Do you have any upcoming projects or shows? Um, so, as far as projects, um... I never gave you a release date, but December 7th is when I'm trying to drop Crown. If I could have everything calculated, I'll be dropping Crown. Um, if things work out for me, I should be dropping something the next week and a half. Inshallah. But um, I'm really looking to drop a six or seven track EP. I'm in the midst of shaping it for real, for real, because I've been just shaping for the past six to nine months and trying to figure out how to, I guess, reintroduce myself. Because there's been a lot of growth since my last project. My last drop was 2015 as a project, and that was Love Lost. So if you're, if you're familiar, sorry, if you're familiar with my music, then you know that was like the Valentine's Day saga thing I had going on. But um, I have so much more to talk about. I have a story to tell. So 
I just gotta like calculate it the right way, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, most definitely, December seventh is the release date that I'm looking for. Look out for Crown. Yes, we are looking Word. forward to it. We'll be on gotcha. the lookout. I love this. Thank you, thank you. Y'all found y'all far too kind. <laughs> so, Marcus, what's your um, creative creative venture? Do you have one? Uh, I'm chilling right now. Okay. I had a project I was working on, but I recently scrapped it. Low X. Why? Um, you know, I fell out of love with it. It's mm. crazy because the top of the year, I, like, it's a Did project. Did you listen to it too much? Well, it's not. It's not, um, it's not like a musical project. Okay. Um, but I wrote majority of it, fell out of love with it, fell back in love with it, then fell out of love with it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm going to leave it where it's at. Like, I'm not going to touch it for a long while. Um, so I'm chilling right now. Okay. I respect it. Yeah. It's so interesting to, uh, no shade to you or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but it's interesting to not, to meet people who are not creators. Cause I feel like in this day and age, everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm a creator. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I'm doing something. Um, and I feel like it's really necessary to have a hustle, but it's also important, you know, to be able to be in a space where you're calm and you're relaxed and you're not like, you know, overwhelmed with what you like, you know, what you're working on outside of work. Right. So that's really interesting. AKA I'm chilling, man. Yeah, I like that. Um, sorry. Wait, hold on, hold on. How about you? You're not getting away. Um, what, what's, what you working on? What's next? Because the people have really been waiting for a very oh long time. Oh, my goodness. I get this question every day. I even saw my friend in the street today. He's like, hey, how are you? When's the next party? And I'm like, yo, no, like, anything else. Just you want to know when the next party is. But okay. Um, I mean, right now, um, I have a lot going on. I have two jobs. And I know that that's not an excuse, but I'm just trying to manage my time the best way that I can. Um, I know that I do want to have a another Bonnet to Durax party because that was super lit. You got to be at the next one. Like it was, it was mad fun. Um, So I'm hoping to do that at the top of next year. Um, But right now, I'm just really trying to you know finish out strong with this podcast and move forward with. Doing something else that's podcast adjacent, um, but you guys will find out about that soon. Um, I have something really cool and really exciting coming up for the fall and winter um, in the interim of the the audio podcast. Talk so, about it, Queen. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Um, what else have I done in the past year? Oh, the first what was it like the second week I moved to New York? I had a, a hashtag we met on Twitter day party, and I've had I had it in October and I had one in April. And it's coming up on a year already. And I would like to have like a one year anniversary, but I just am like so drained right now. So, I mean, if I did like a little something, like a little get together, like I'm cool with that. But I think like the whole, the whole big like banger type parties, like I don't have the energy. Like (laughs) you can do anything you put your mind to. I'm, thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm, I'm literally only one woman. And I even said this like on Twitter, like, I need a team. Like, I need a, a group of people to help me execute these things. And I don't want it to sound selfish. Like, oh, I need to have this person take care of this, this, and this for me and be my assistant. Like, no, I want people that I can grow with, people that I can develop with. And, you know, where I lack, they, you know, are strong. And, you know, being able to move as, like, a cohesive unit. But the issue is finding people who are reliable. Yeah, that's the, That's the hardest part. Everybody that, always want to mm-hmm. get money. Everyone want to sit the yeah, table. But I was going to say. 
you know, they're not really trying to put in the work or they want to be there at the end to mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah, you know, when that, you was, pop shit that was me. Yeah, right. exactly. They got that glass with you and they want the first yeah. taste before right. you even get your taste. But, but that, that comes with like the culture now. Like everybody's yeah. like instant gratification. They want, they want that long social media post like... Look, we're done. Right. Like, this is the end result. But, like, you really have to struggle. Well, you don't have to struggle, but mm-hmm. you have That's to go through certain trials and tribulations to get to the end and then portion. Right. If you want it to be something of substance. Right. And on social media, it, it makes it so hard for people to, you know, look at people's content and think, like, damn, like, you know, they're inspired. Like, yeah, I want, I want to be there. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But they weed out all of the process like right. they don't show the failures they don't show the dismissals. and if you're doing it right the process is the success in itself it's not exactly. really you don't really have it's an ending end product mm-hmm. right. no you're absolutely right so finding people who are like super committed to that and want to build with me i think would be dope but Same. it's just like you're gonna get your gang gang soon yeah <laughs> don't worry you're gonna get your gang gang soon they're gonna pull up soon they so. they gonna see the vision you already see how many people fucking with it um, I can't speak for anybody, but um, once the time comes, you're gonna get the genuine people that really want mm-hmm. to push the vision and be a part of. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Because this shit has to go down in history, regardless of you're gonna have a huge team or a small oh. intimate team. So you, you gotta take your time and just keep on believing and put in the legwork. The groundwork is very important. So that's right, Rain. That. Support Thank your you. queen, bro. Absolutely, <laughs> support your queen. <laughs> and this is and this is all like outside of like the. The partnership. This is just real. If I was just regular, you would be getting this talk regardless. But you know what I mean? Like just keep on going for it because as I keep on saying, you keep doing what you love and everything it just keep falling into your lap tenfold. Big facts. Right. I appreciate that. Thank you. Always, always. So um since we're along the lines of like relationships, so I wanted to talk about um the issue with people proposing at other people's weddings. Like at first I didn't is this see an issue. This is- <laughs> Well, it, maybe it's not an issue, but it's something that like I've noticed or I've seen that people have been mentioning. Like it's been happening. More that it's been time. happening more often, and people being more vocal about how they don't want that to happen. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, you've always heard it growing up, like, oh yeah, it's a, the perfect setting. You have the wedding, and then your your best friend's there with her man, and the man proposes. But now, as I get older, I realize I feel like it's it's spiteful and it's, it's like an overshadow. It's actually kind of selfish. Like, I would be pissed if I had my wedding. You knew that this was my special day. <laughs> and then you want to pull up. Well, it's I can't even be mad at my girlfriend. I really got to talk with the guy because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, well, I'm not going to say obviously because this day and age, there are women getting down on their knee and proposing too. But Ooh. I would be, I know, that's all. That's <laughs> a, we'll get don't do that. Bundy, don't do that. I, I thought we were going to delete that Bundy out of, like, history. No, it's, there's women doing I'm it. I'm, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I was watching Jane the Virgin yesterday. That is my show. I am obsessed with Jane oh, yeah. the Virgin. Jane was get the main character was getting ready to propose to her boyfriend. She was like, "Well, if he doesn't do it quick enough, I will." And I'm thinking, like, "Sis, no, 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 no." What's the problem? You know, it's crazy. Um, What's the what? What's the problem? I don't like that. No. Why don't you like that? So you know why I don't like that. I don't. Women have been conditioned since day one to be so damn desperate for marriage. We have to. We've been groomed. I literally watched a video the other day of a woman saying she's teaching her daughter how to cook and clean. Oh yeah, and And she's like, I'm. She's like, one day Ooh. I'm gonna make I'm making her good for a man. Yeah, like, making her a wife. Oh, oh it just disgusted me. I'm like, why? Why are men taught to go out, you know, live your life, get money, mm-hmm. get girls, enjoy your life, and then settle and be an adult? Why are men raised for like that, and then women are taught like, learn how to cook because you're gonna need to do this for a man. Learn right. how to dress right because men are gonna think you're this. Learn how to. 
like we say, everything. I'm, go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. I apologize. <laughs> everything that we're taught growing up is centered, around, centered around marriage, love, a mm-hmm. man, somehow, some way. And, and then if you don't, if you're not successful in those things, then you're not a good woman. So when it comes to proposing, woman. I feel like it's just another reinforcement of women. It's just uh, it just shows how women are just so we're brainwashed to be desperate for that position, and it's just like. So then wouldn't women proposing be like anti that? Like wouldn't y'all no. be like like championing that? No, because that you, doesn't you, feel revolutionary to me. Like all. I'm not that's not anything for me to be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a great woman. It reminds me of the tweet that I tweeted last year. Um and I think this is the first interaction <laughs> that me and Rain had. And I was like, I'm gonna make a great wife one day. And it's just because I was just saying, like, you know, I know that I'm a good woman. I have these great things going on for me. And I would really like to build with someone in this lifetime. But the way people were coming at me, they were saying I was a pick me and all this (laughs) stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't even saying it in the sense of like, I'm trying to be a pick me at all. I'm just recognizing my worth. And I know that someone else will see that. What you just said, I'm recognizing my worth. Yes. So you're saying... Like that again, like that's kind of reinforcing the idea that I'm worth a man. Mm, but the th- I see what you're saying, but I wasn't. Well, you know what? I'm Damn. worth marriage. I'm worth a man. Well, no, I'm worth whatever like blessings come to me, whether it's success and money, yeah, whether it's multiple men. There's right. women who live like that. Yeah, I don't absolutely. particularly live like that, but yeah. there are men who live like that in the opposite. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, but I understand what your intent was, but mm. it's like. You have to really think about where that's coming from. You know what? I never even thought about it. You know what's like crazy? That. Like, I guess like I was like the only person out of the rest of Twitter. Like when she tweeted that, I was like, yo, it's soon come. Like, it's soon forward for you. Don't even worry oh. about it. That yo, it wasn't even nothing because I didn't even But yeah, her intent is sweet. And I can understand why like where she came from. But when you have women up there like posting pictures of themselves in a suit and they're like, you know, you bitches are online naked and you don't know how to cook. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, here we go. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. Here's my viewpoint of this whole conversation, right? Yes, women, they say women are conditioned to be able to cook clean and be ready to, I guess, cater to their man or be able to be wife material for a husband. But they're not doing any of that unless that person have all the accolades. That person has to come condition. And, not necessarily. Well, not, 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 not all the time. Not all the time. Not all the Never. time. Never. I apologize. <laughs> right. These women are taking anything. Because this is this. That's, that's <laughs> to have not a true. man. Well, maybe it's the Twitter world, but I am I am like telling you, especially from experience. Like, I've lost because I didn't have accolades, and the relationship wasn't down the toilet. It was a, it was a good you know companionship, but I lost because I didn't have certain accolades. You know what I mean? And it's it's kind of weird and it's kind of crazy that. But you you lost af- after some time, though, not immediately. Like she didn't well, shun you because well, and, you. Didn't. And this is true. And this is true. It 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 definitely took some time. But then you gotta think and ask yourself, like, well, I don't know, because to me, it's starting to see like you have to have certain accolades to be able to love somebody or to be in love. Or, you know, it comes it comes off as that to 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 a lot of things. Not even my personal experience. I see it a lot. Um, I know certain people that have to like deal with women saying like, you know, I like you, but I just don't think you're good enough for me. Like, I don't think you could be the person I need you to be because they want to be somewhere in a certain time and they're not interested in even trying to like grow with the person. They know that they need to find somebody that fit the criteria that they have in their hand or in their heart or in their minds and whoever fits it best will be in that place. And it's scary because to be honest, I would rather learn somebody and really love them and build 
rather than just say, oh, he fits the description or I know how to do this for this person. So if he likes this, maybe we can click. But are you mm-hmm. talking about physical attributes or are you talking about things about you? Because, I mean, like, I could see if she looked at you and she said, oh, you know, he doesn't have a lot of money or he doesn't have this, so I don't want him. But it's like, but in the same, like, again, it's holding, like, women to a standard that we're not really holding men to. It's like, we're expected to learn how to cook and clean, but are men expected off rip to know how to, to provide and protect? Yeah. You know what I'm and, saying? And, and this is true. This is true. And yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know if like you're talking about her shunning you for like your physical attributes, but you absolutely should have standards. And if they don't meet your standards, like especially in your 20s, your 20s is not like I was listening to like um, one of these judges and she was kind of speaking to a woman, a young girl. She said, your 20s is not for like you to have to deal with like, oh, this is my man. I got to make it work no matter what. No, this is your this is for you There's to no to find out what you like and mm-hmm. to date and to look and see what's out there and to learn about yourself and to learn about people and to learn what you're attracted to and what hmm. you know attributes you don't like and what attributes you do like. So it's absolutely yes, it's time if if this guy doesn't fit your uh, you know what you're doing and mm-hmm. he doesn't he, you don't like him absolutely kick him to the curb we're we're, we're holding women to like you have to stay with him or else you know build your man like mm-hmm. no i'm not raising nobody's son like mm-hmm. if you're not coming to the table as prepared as prepared as i am because you know what i mean if you came to my house and my house was trashed and like i was dirty you would leave you wouldn't yeah. be like i'm gonna build my girl yeah. <laughs> no you wouldn't yeah so well you can't speak for everybody in right. a sense, but I, I'm, I, I, I'm not. This, this is you, general. Yeah, one hundred percent correct in that aspect. But you can't speak for anybody because, to be honest, if you love somebody, you're gonna do whatever you can to to help that person. And to be honest, you're absolutely correct. If you're that talking person, about love, what point are we talking about? Are we talking about when we first meet someone? No, we not. No, it could be down the line as well. Like if I love somebody, I think he's talking about like the investment in the relationship. The investment, because to be honest, the person that he was with for a while. Right, oh, like. Yeah, it, it's it's a personal and it's also like situations that my my situation is more than more common than I thought. So my thing is, if everything checks out except for a few things, and I could obtain those things, I get it. If you don't have the time to waste, that's fine. But also, I guess like in the society, it's kind of sucky because you know, as you mentioned, like women are supposed to be. Well, I'm not gonna say supposed to be because that's not what I expect. Regardless, if I love somebody, I love somebody, but. We're conditioned to know that we have to like get the bag and provide and be able to have that to know that the woman come right. The same way women have to guess go through their their like training to to get a man or whatever. Because to be honest, men and women separate can do whatever we need to by ourselves to provide for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't know how to cook, I can learn how to cook. If it's not for me, it could be for my significant other. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is. If you really love somebody and you know it could work and you know they have to go through something, you don't have to stick there. But I mean, it would be dope, especially if you really have a real emotional attachment. Because I see people leaving people and settling with people, even though they don't think they're settling because of an accolade. So an accolade kind of jumps up somebody's like mental, I guess, awareness or something. Like, oh, he has this, so I'm going to go with him because I feel like he could do this better. Or, so what you're this saying is, my is um, women often settle with men who may be college educated and may have a great job, but he's a dickhead to her versus women who are dealing with someone who actually really cares about them and loves them, but they're struggling and they're a mama's boy or whatever. All right, I ain't no mama's boy, chill. I'm not, I'm <laughs> nah, not saying nah, nah, you I'm playing, though, I'm playing, but... I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. No, like, I guess, I guess like I am on that side of the fence of mm-hmm. like giving genuine love 
and just losing out because I didn't have all the accolades at the moment. You know what I mean? And I get it. Like, so then- Bungie made a... Uh, sorry, Bungie. Sorry. Bungie made an amazing Bungie. point. I, <laughs> I don't know about See that. what I mean? That's why I got it tied. <laughs> uh, I got it tied for a reason. I apologize. No, Bunny made an amazing point. Like, you know, this is a time where you're supposed to be dating. You're supposed to be exploring and seeing what you like, seeing what fits your criteria, seeing, like, you know, your compatibility. But my thing is, like, I always feel like if something in your heart is right, then something is, is right. So... I would I, I would love and appreciate at least the fight to say yo you know what you have this potential see it if you don't want to follow it that's fine and that goes and that's not even for a woman because that just the, I guess the way I'm having a conversation make it seem like women expect a man it's the same thing if I see a woman slacking or if that's my woman I'm gonna try to help you out and try to you know give you inspiration to do better because I love you but that's and, considering that you got that far into the relationship mm-hmm. without that thing bothering you without you without that like. I mean, never lower your standards for anybody, period. Right. You're right. And also, too, at what point do you say, like, okay, yeah, here I am inspiring you. Here I am pushing you. Mm -hmm. And what if they don't obtain those accolades? Then is that person, whoever, guy or girl? How long are they appointed to stay there? Yeah, like how long should they be committed to that? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, that's kind of like a... That's kind of like it. Russian roulette. I wasted five years of my life in a relationship with someone who laughed when I cried and told me that I would never leave him. Oh, no. And so I have a very strong mindset like, okay, bet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like women should never be held. I felt like I was stuck. I felt like I mm-hmm. had to be with him because I was with him through the death of his mother, his, um, his yeah. brother and his grandmother, two mm-hmm. other grandmothers and an uncle. And I'm like... I felt like I had to be there because every time I wanted to leave, he put me in a position where it was like, um, you know, well, you never loved me anyway. Mm -hmm. He knew that would get me. He was mentally abusing you. He was mentally abusing me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women go through that and they don't even know. Because even though in his mind, he's just like, well, I'm hurt. I want her to stay. But you don't even know you're being mentally manipulative. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of girls just kind of stick in that situation. And it goes goes both ways. I just, it's a majority of women that are like you know, built up that way and, and think and that it, way. It's important that you say that, that it does go both ways. Because I think a lot of times the men's perspective is kind of lost in these things. Mm-hmm. And the fact that in, in terms of mental abuse, right? Like mm-hmm. I am of the, the thought process that abuse for the most part is learned behavior, right? And something like mental abuse. I feel like that particular person, although I don't know him, he may have saw that in his home and he may have picked that up. He mm-hmm. had to... I believe he picked that up from somewhere. Mm-hmm. He learned oh, how to be manipulative that way and be mentally abusive mm-hmm. that way. So it's important that we present the duality of these conversations. Like mm-hmm. it could be for men, it could also be for women, mm-hmm. right? Like men, don't lower your standards. Like be uncompromising. Right. Oh, like live your life. Mm-hmm. 100%. But I see it in a majority of young women that they do, they they lower their standards just to have a man. Just to have yeah. men, whereas yeah. men, it's like, oh well, I'm I'm a fuck this bitch. Well, I'm gonna go fuck this bitch. I'm a, mm-hmm. like it's just a very common yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's 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 definitely vice versa as well. Like we can't we can't we can't like you know be oblivious to the fact that women do the same thing even when they have a man so yeah but then we're called sluts mm-hmm. we can't even move on quickly from relationships without being called sluts right men it's like oh peace right you know they, what i mean it's, a, it's another day at the office for us when we mm-hmm. get cheated on but y'all y'all get cheated on it's here's, like here's the, here's the theory it's behind the end it of the, world. the theory the theory behind it is that when men cheat then they're just going for like that that feeling at the, the moment but yeah. 
women that actually that's cheat, they hundred percent yeah, not true. It's not. But that's no. that's the theory. I ain't say it was true. Yeah, I know, but I know, but I, I, know, but I just the hate that that's the narrative of like, oh, men can't keep their hormones to themselves, so that's why. I right, and and, and this is and this it's is true. Calculated as well. It's, Absolutely, it, it, it is calculated, but yes, with women, of course, you think you think like logic versus emotion in these situations a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So if if a woman if a woman decides to do something. They either have to lose what they have for the person they're with, or start to become emotionally invested in somebody else, or try to fill that void. But that's so also not always true because a girl might be at a party and she might want to get her pussy licked. She might, yeah, she might like, just want to fuck, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that we just have to. The fact that it's destroy that narrative. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I was go ahead. I was just gonna say no. We just need to destroy that narrative because we it's we're creating this picture of women are like emotionally invested and they just are gonna be so heartbroken like and lost. Beings. And you're right. Like we're not sexual beings and we just have to be, you know, pleasing our men and all this stuff. And then when it comes to men, it's like, oh, okay, well, right, he so, saw a fat ass and he wanted to fuck. So, but he that, ain't mean so, nothing by listen, it, though. So if that's, if that's the case, let it, let it just be another day at the office for y'all then. <laughs> like, it, listen, the thing is, like, it would be the same thing. Like, well, for y'all that know me, if I'm cheated on, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I can't believe it. I'm not going to sit there and insult because... For whatever reason you felt like you needed to do that is whatever reason. The fact of the matter is you felt like you were compelled to... You, no, I'm not even say compelled. You felt like you needed to do what you needed to do. And that's cool. I personally wouldn't be able to fuck with you after that, of course, for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. But for whatever reason you need to do that, I just know that I need to step back. I'm not going to sit there, regardless if I'm hurt or not, whether it be like, you know what, it's cool. I don't really care about the person. You decide to make that decision. I'm never going to hold somebody to that standard be like, she care about me too much, so she'll never cheat. Because it could be a situation where she just want her pussy licked, and maybe I'm. And you wasn't uh, maybe, around. You ain't responding to a text. Maybe fast maybe my Uber ride. <laughs> maybe listen, Maybe my Uber ride is ten minutes away, but the nigga around the corner nah. can drop in five minutes. We yeah. are not like that, but okay. So if you. Oh, but why? Wait, but, but why defend it? You you can't say y'all not like that because women are not like we're that. Not. Wait, men are like not. that. Exactly. That's so here, no, exactly. No. Okay. Because y'all, y'all, so you can't have it both ways, right? You can't have it both ways. Either like you're a sexual being and sh- you just want to get your pussy licked and I didn't right, say but like, with standards right <laughs> right okay but right, okay but no, I'm a sexual no, being also, with standards but men also, are not afforded those same standards exactly though. what do you mean so right so we just you just said right like men are sexual beings whatever they do whatever they want right, right. women are also sexual beings and so that took away the, the foundation of that cheating argument right so if we're now looking at men and women as sexual beings mm-hmm. we cheat because we wanted to could it be like we're not feeling it emotionally more. We're not feeling it mentally more. Or like our hormones are raging and we just want to cheat. Like but what a, he's saying... I, sorry to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. I was going to say, but what he's saying though is that we are impatient and we can't wait for the dick right, that's and 10 that's minutes what I'm away. Saying. Oh, no, I feel like no, 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 no. Wait, wait. No, like no, 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 no. Y'all, y'all can't go back on your word because when I said I feel like women sometimes take time to like become emotionally invested, y'all say, oh no, because she, she could be in a party and want her pussy licked. What's the difference? If my Uber ride is, is listen, the fact that we're not listen, greedy, we're not like it's no, right. Like I don't need an emotional. Like, I've talked to a guy, listen, no, I and know. I'll wait for him to come to my house. Like I'm right, not gonna call. This oh well, he's taking too long. Like, oh no, he's taking too long. Nope, I don't want him no more. Because guys do act like it, that. No, it, it can't be. T- it, guys act like that, and women do too. I feel like you're really being oblivious to the fact that it's both sides of the fence. It's not like before where it's like men really treat women like trash because. I feel like that's also the narrative that y'all still hold on to that. Like it's not more stand up men willing to be with women and just be in a relationship and not cheat. 
First of all, black men don't cheat. I don't know why we. All right, now big right. I'm gonna anyway, have so, an, I'm gonna have an honest moment with y'all. We gonna stop with that shit. Leave that shit in 2018. I don't want to hear right, about no. Oh, he's cheat. Ecuadorian. He he didn't. We don't know him. We don't affiliate with ourselves black with him. He is not a part of the faithful black man association. It's y'all insulting know. to women who've been cheated on by black men. Exactly. They weren't black. Over and over. Exactly. No. <laughs> so you know we can't sit here and say that, black men don't cheat. Bundy. Tell me more. What? Why is that insulting to women who've been cheated on? Um, by black men because I mean it's almost like saying um, it's almost like saying men have never raped mm-hmm. and I've been raped I, I haven't been raped but mm-hmm. I'm just saying and let's say I have been raped it's like okay how are you gonna take away what I've the been through exactly had, yeah. how are you gonna just diminish my and my it almost struggle? feels like satire like y'all like know damn well. imagine okay so you're black right imagine I say what <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> you Peruvian. All right. Imagine. Okay. Any kind of generalization, like that, has anything to do with you? Like you're gonna feel some type of way, especially if you know it's wrong. I feel like it's disrespectful. I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you see that as disrespectful? Okay. So me personally, I don't see it as disrespectful because black men don't cheat. Like it's 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 a statement, right? So. I get what you're saying, right? Like, it's it's a lived-in experience for some people, right? And you're discounting that experience, right? But I feel like at that point, you're taking that personally. I mean, which, now that I'm, so, but now, now that I'm speaking it out loud, like, yeah. that's their right to take it personally because that's their lived-in experience. So, you might be right. So, you might be you might be right. So when you say black men don't cheat, are you just being funny? And you say it with such conviction, too. So, like. so when you say... When you, me personally, if I say black men don't cheat, I mean me. I don't cheat. Yeah. So then I just say cheat. that. So then just say that because My as soon as we turn around and cheat. black women say black women don't cheat, y'all be like, uh uh-uh, uh, y'all lying. Y'all no, 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 but when you say black men don't cheat, y'all all get banned together. Yep, black we don't cheat. cheat. And it's like basically saying we did this. It's like a dog that knocks over a vase and breaks it and walks away and goes and waddles his tail and does something. Like, no, you did this. Like, right. no, like pay. Like instead of saying black men don't black cheat, how about you say men. I don't cheat? Exactly. And I think none of y'all should cheat. And start curing. Wait, hold on, Ray. Go ahead, Bundy. So. I know we're not gonna have the accountability argument today. What? Yes, we are. I, I know. I know. I know. That's what we're not yes, about we to do. Are. I'm just saying. I if you're gonna to say anything, say that. That's so, all I'm saying. I'm not saying no, it is your ha- job to go it. out. So, so, so correct me if I'm wrong. Using your example, you was like a dog breaks a vase and then walks away, takes no accountability for it. Right. Okay. That, that's basically what you're saying. That, okay. I, no, I'm not, like correct me if I'm wrong because I, I could be totally wrong and I'm open to that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, don't be ignorant to what. Has happened, what clearly happened, what you know happened, and what you know happens and will happen and will continue to happen. Don't be ignorant to, to that. That's what I'm really saying. I'm not saying you did this, you cheated on me. No, okay. I, you know, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. So you're saying, but if you say you're a black man and you're saying black men don't cheat, and you know that's a lie, right? I don't know that. Well, when you say black man, but I'm looking at you and man? I'm telling you a black oh, man cheated on me, so now you know it's a lie. <laughs> Is he full black though? Like, see, and this is what I'm talking about. Like, like, what is he like? Full black. All right, so yeah. Like, Like, can I get his black mentee? Like, like. Like, so on, what's, the link, what's the link for the interest and why, why don't it matter? It like, doesn't matter because y'all are sitting here banding together saying black men so listen, don't right, cheat so with look, conviction look, listen, listen, knowing I, that's a damn lie wait, because we're I'm not going to go around and say wait, black women real, don't real cheat. Quick, we'll say they do. We, exactly. Real quick, look, look, we look, do and y'all do too but look, 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 that's the accountability factor. Listen, I'm a black man and I don't cheat, right? 
Marcus, you a black man, right? Big facts. You you cheat? Never. Black men don't cheat. Boom, so then right why? But we in a room listen, with y'all. But y'all why can't do you need that? to identify your ethnicity and your gender to make that statement? You don't need to do that. Okay, say, I do. You not can cheat. just say I don't cheat, <laughs> and I'm holding everyone else accountable, like in your friend group, whoever <laughs> who does right. cheat. So, so if I say white people that. aren't racist, who, wait, does who, that who work? All right. So before we go to that, no, no. If I say white people aren't racist, does that work? So when y'all say men are trash, right? Should, no, no, no. Y'all be I more specific? want you to answer my question. All right, I will answer your question. Say that again. What's your question again? Are white? So if I say mm-hmm. white people are not racist, and I'm I'm thinking about my friend Becky, who's mm-hmm. not racist. Mm-hmm. White people are not racist. Does you that know work? That's not to be. And you true. and let's say you just experienced something where a white person was like, "Oh, you, you know, mm-hmm. what, what, what would you, how would you feel about it?" You'd be like, "No, like you saw what just happened." I felt like as a teacher, I would have to, like, you know, oh god, give you the lessons <laughs> on the, the, the systematic no, breakdown no, 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 no. of the history you just of saved how many no, of these no, white people broke us down, <laughs> Go ahead, and how many of these black men broke black women down, and then turned around and went on social media and said they never date a black woman, and that they would date Latinos and white women. So we this let's get into it. But, 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 but we're taking one off instances though, right? Like <laughs> this is this is not a common practice among black men. It that we absolutely don't, that we don't... is. It one thousand percent is. In fact, it's so common that it's primary in in the rap music and the hip hop mm-hmm. music that you guys listen to or that we all listen to. Excuse okay. me. It's usually by consent. black men mm-hmm. encouraging other black men to have multiple women yep. and to leave Jay Cole talked about leaving his girl at home and going and yeah. you know come on like it's it's absolute it's so common in black men that it's in our music it's in it's it's just so it's not common in black women y'all, y'all ever heard of us little Kim you're talking about 1990 see so, oh, now we're not gonna move the goalposts but wait, wait, we're, wait, not, wait, we're wait. not gonna move the goalposts bro you ever heard of the girl Nicki Minaj what about Nicki Minaj? She doesn't talk about cheating. She, in fact, she was with Safari well before her career, into her career, and I don't know anything about her cheating on him. But you do know about the her being abusive towards him, though, right? No. She, then well, she, well, you know what, Bundy? You know what? Black women black women aren't abusive. Right, right. No doubt. I can make that statement, but we know damn well that that is not true. It's absolutely not true. It absolutely is true. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. No, no, no. Here's the thing. So the same thing, y'all are correct. Um, I'm doing a little bit of trolling, of course, y'all know. Um, because if y'all really believe that black men do cheat, y'all probably, you'll probably get questioned in a sense. Know what I mean, like everybody. Who, who would get questioned? I said, no, black men. We get questioned right now. We said we don't cheat, and y'all, y'all got the facts. Yeah, in because the back you of y'all know noggin. that that is not that is not true. That's oh, all I'm saying is that y'all make these statements with conviction. You band mm-hmm. together. You make fucking and Twitter and Instagram accounts. And mind you, cheating is anything. You, 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 you make the same. same you have the same conviction when you make statements like men are trash. But cheating is but, cheating is anything you wouldn't do, mind you, in front of your significant other. Anything that you would not do in front of your significant other, in my opinion, that's cheating. Okay, because mm. you're hiding something. You're, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anytime you feel like you have to hide something, that's it's cheating. cheating. It's a form of cheating. Mm. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean sticking my. You know. Yeah, I do want to get back to um, defining that, but to your point, Marcus, about making the statement of men are trash with the same conviction. Yeah, and the same lack of accountability. Right, men lack are trash. Of accountability. <laughs> Yo, one more time, Marcus. Would you say lack of what? <sighs> Lack of accountability. Get the fuck out of here. Anyways, anyways, (laughs) the point I'm trying to make is, yes, I have made those statements before with conviction. With the same lack of accountability. Yes, I have. In the past. (laughs) I can explain this. Go ahead. (laughs) 
And you I'm gonna let her explain her perspective. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I've decided that I'm not. I'm no longer making that statement because I personally believe that everybody is trash. I cannot just hold men exactly. to it. First of all, and I have facts. friends and people <laughs> that I'm affiliated with who are trash, and it's on me now to hold those people accountable. But right. I'm expecting y'all to right. do the same thing, and you don't do that. Don't, dude. Can't say don't. You see, that's the you issue don't. right there. That's the issue. Don't. That's the issue. Because you right don't there. know. You that's don't know what black men do. You know what? I want to see you publicly right do it. I don't want to see it. Behind, and, I don't want to hear about it behind closed doors. I want to see you publicly do it. Okay, and but, that, and, but that's and to we're, your and we're vanity, holding you though. to the same standard. It is to if my you vanity. Know, listen, if you so know your friends what? are trash, listen. Vanity. If you know your friends are trash, I want you to publicly let them know to stop being trash. Big facts. If, are if, you gonna do if, that or no? Or you can't you can't break girl. Code. Are you gonna do like be if, real you, about if it. you want us to do that? Come on, then you have to be able to bring the same energy. Okay, you preach. Let me recant my statement here. Because <laughs> I'm a misandrist. No, listen, no, listen, clearly listen. Money. listen clearly. If, if my friend is cheating on her man, I'm not about to call her out on social media. Well, you're going to do it in private, right? I'm going to do it in private. But, but, we, li- but, but listen to me. Listen Absolutely. to me. But listen. But if you see a, a man that you do not know on the timeline and it's a, it's a Twitter thread about his cheating ass mm-hmm. and then y'all going to quote tweet it and say some shit like, well, sis, this is fake because black men don't cheat. Now that's fucked up. When you should be saying like, yo, bro, like, or not even saying to him, just maybe talking about it in the sense of like, okay, you know what? This is where he fucked up. He shouldn't have did that. That's crazy. We got to treat our women with more respect. And and that won't happen on Twitter. Black men don't do that on Twitter. Absolutely I have not. not seen it. Of course not. You know why you don't see it? You know why you don't see it? You're killing me. Listen, listen, here's here's the thing. (laughs) I, I guess I'm starting to learn that it's certain people that we both follow that you know. That the statements that you are making about holding people accountability, you cannot say that to them faces. Because you know a lot of people that I know, we hold we hold each other account- accountable for a lot of things. I have no and idea who you're talking about, so... Okay, so... So he's, he's talking gonna... about accountability being held in private and not being no, done no, for the no, family. No, no, no. He's I'm not, saying I'm not there are people private. that we mutually talking, follow listen, that I'm have held other people the, accountable on, on that timeline. I'm purposely trying okay. to ignore. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying purposely. Listen, I'm not saying purposely. Because here's the thing, here's the thing. Like, I always say things about women having selective hearing or like selective vision. Because you I think know I have for, selective vision now. Absolutely, there's no way you get can tell me. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, Simone, hey, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. There's no way you have all these followers or you following so many people and not see one person holding somebody else accountable at all. In the last that means six that you're, months, that means I have that not. you're not look, six months. Simone. That means that you are no, not. You know looking. what? I have that means not. that you are not looking at your you, you have, listen, On your timeline, no you listen. haven't seen a black man hold another black man accountable. Nope. And in you the know past what could have happened? On so I'm gonna tell you on Twitter. Nope, I have not. And you know when that should have happened? And I'm gonna call him out. This this shit got me hot the, last the week. Joint? Oh, the last week. Sorry. With the, no, not the Easter Ray joint. No, with the um when what's his name? Oh my goodness. In his show, his podcast show with and his friends, they were talking about women not being good gift givers. And I said, that's a fucking lie. Yo, Marcus, and we know that woman, this is uh, a uh, lie. <laughs> nope, we're not going to answer the question. We pay way right too now. much attention to detail to not be good gift givers. Exactly. That's what? the point that I was Men have, I said that we are thoughtful. We are detail-oriented. We pay attention but, but to the things the, that but, you want and need. We listen to you. And that's how we create. Men you are not listen. good that has, Yes, that we has, listen. That has when nothing that was to do with oh That has God. nothing to do with You need to listen to the That has nothing to do with being a gift giver. Hold on real quick. Let me get this out. No, no. Let me let me get this out. You cannot speak on this. Let me let me get. Why not? I'm not a good gift giver. Ray, can I? No, I'm not talking about the experience. No, let me let me. You have had a bad gift Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me get this out really quick. Listen, we had this conversation, and the way I feel is, 
Simone is defending women being thoughtful. Not the fact that they're great gift giver, because you can't defend all women and you can't listen, it's a few things. You can't you can't defend what you believe is a good gift to somebody, and you can't defend the gift that the person's given. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't say women are gift givers. A great gift. You can't, you can't do that. Because like I mentioned to you before, yo, I remember I was dating this woman. And I had, she was talking about getting jewelry and these bracelets. I bought a Hermes bracelet and she bought me two Hollister shirts. And the first thing I thought was, the first thing I thought Jay, was, I love you, bro. that's fucking Hollister is costly. Monday. I don't know. Maybe she was no, no, no. bad week. Listen, no, no. My argument to was, be honest, if, she, if he said he wanted the Hollister shirts, then that's different. Right. But, but if my, he's buying her a Hermes bracelet. But did she know the Hermes bracelet was on the can, way? Can, all right. So she, hit, she didn't. She didn't. My fault, yes. Marcus, I got you right now. All right, bro. But the thing is, if if you're paying attention, if you would have known what I wanted, I really just wanted to go to the Hershey store for Christmas. That's all. You got me two Hollister shirts. That shows that some women don't pay attention, and that's that one person that caused a flaw in the woman of great gift givers. And that's if his, you want, if you and want that's to take his that lived-in experience. Lived-in right? experience. And I have a similar lived-in experience when I know women are not thoughtful, women do not listen, and Talk women are not it, great gift givers, bro. Like it's 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 like. Too many men have the same experience where it's just like, oh, it's Valentine's Day, it's your birthday, here's some vagina, or like here, here's some, here's, All right. here, no, 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 here's some inexpensive shit that you better believe I, it'll be a prize each time. Stop it. Ooh, you better speak on it. The same this vagina is a prize. Okay, prize. the same vagina he gets. Any, any <laughs> he other. better believe. Oh, listen, wow. five he years long, he never got tired of it. Stop. Right, three minutes of doggy it, style. Anyway, like even, even if it's not, if it pussy's trash, then maybe. <laughs> even if it's not vagina, it's some inexpensive. Cologne, like just some like some thoughtless shit. Like I had, I've inexpensive had, cologne, so it matters the price or the thought. Because you were talking about thoughtful gifts. Okay, so a person like me, right, who's Talk really into it, don't do that, right? But so <laughs> who's really into scents, right? Who's really into how he smells? Okay, you know, I can tell the difference between an inexpensive cologne and oh a, yeah, that might be cheap one. shit. Yeah, right. So if you're thoughtful, if you're really listening to me. When I like spray, like you don't even have, like you could take off the labels. You don't have to mm-hmm. show me the bottle. When I spray and I smell them, like mm-hmm. you can tell the difference between you not like, you not listening like, to me. You not hearing me. Like, I literally have had like these lived in experience, and I'm sweating right now mm-hmm. because the shit just brought me back. I'm fucking like I have PTSD, Damn. bro. He really sweating. I really Yo, sweating this is real right like now. shit though. I, I like really this have had these lived in experiences, bro. Like fucking like big like holidays and gifts like. I'm getting like. Bullshit. I'll tell you a gift that I got. My worst gift. That's what we should do. We should each explain our worst gift that we got. Nah, mine's just <laughs> mine's just too stupid. Mine is us. Uh, we were like four years in, and he got me for Valentine's Day. I guess we woke up that morning. He realized he didn't get me anything. He ran around the corner to like the highway, like the the side of the highway where they have bears. Mm-hmm. This bed bug ass bear and some Yo. fucking Did, did it have bed bugs though? Are you just, I, are, are you just adding extra details to it? <laughs> Yo. See? See? See what I mean? No, it had some type of bugs in it. It was outside on the highway. Like, ugh. So yeah, it was horrible. Did, do you not like bears? Like It was... Just, it was Funny. really nasty. You, like you don't like bears. He must have picked it up like on the ground. But, but do, you do you like, like bears? bears though? <laughs> That's the question. That's question, the question. question do you like cologne? See, but, right. but, you see but what don't I'm saying? Do don't do that to me. No, 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 do you no, like that's... bears? Do you like bears? No. Nope. Do you like bears? <laughs> That's the what? question of the night right now. I'm done with money. I'm not talking money for the rest of the night. <laughs> so, so the point I was trying to make about the accountability is, um, and I'm gonna call him out. Fuck it. So, I was making the argument that women are thoughtful. And in that, mm-hmm. women are good gift givers. And I laid out examples of a video that I had created 
secretly giving a gift to Davon. But Simone, I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's kind of disrespectful to the the lived in experience that me and Rain have had by you by you by you continuing. Wait, use what I said. No, but that's like a man trying to use your experience against what I'm saying. No, by you continuing to say nothing to do with you. By you by you continuing to disregard our lived in experience by saying women are good gift givers. We literally just gave you examples of our lived in experience. But the thing is though, here we are now Davon got a great gift so he cannot speak to that so that's, that's a lived in experience that turns everything around that's, exactly. that's one lived in experience no, compared no. to numerous others though listen I, I can listen I, need I, can only, I can only I can only throw on the cape for Simone to the fact that when she started she said women are thoughtful she ain't say good gift givers on that one right so if she say women are thoughtful uh, yo bro I mentioned LA I'm twice rolling. and I was there so that's that's very thoughtful that's right. an amazing gift amazing birthday gift and I appreciate you booby but look, I think what the oh, the, the thing the, the thing is right, like you also if if you if you really feel like you know women are great gift givers for the ones that you know that don't have the mental let me not say that no fuck it the ones you know that don't have the mental capacity to even pay attention to the person they with you gotta hold them accountable and say yeah, Yo, call listen, them on the timeline you got a king Sis? you got a, right you got a king in front of you mm-hmm. I know that nigga talks about certain things that you have to pay attention to think about it and get it to like, get it to him. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. yo. But that's considering that he's been a king and he's been good and not his king. Behavior. If you're not a king, you shouldn't be with him. Oh yeah, right. Just fucking go, Rain. If you're not a king, you shouldn't be with him. So you're absolutely right. I mean, you're again, right. we're going. Right. But I'm educating the, uh, the the women that we were referencing earlier no, that teacher. are just no, with I'm men to be with men. <laughs> right. So you're there, right. there's right. a lot of those. Like I said, you know. Well, okay. So the point that I've been trying to make was the fact that um, the individual who was speaking about women not being gift giver, great gift givers, oh, yeah. in actuality. <laughs> Had an amazing gift given to him by his girlfriend. So it's like you cannot exi- like you cannot relate to this experience right now, but you are drilling in to you people and enabling people. You can't, you can't people. tell him what experience he relates to because you do not know his experiences before Talk his girl, his current girlfriend. Okay. You cannot do that. You're Talk being disrespectful. That is all right. That's You're not being disrespectful. disrespectful. It's not it disrespectful. Is. It is. So, no, but my thing is though, if you knew the point that I was trying to make, and I'm trying to tell people that women are thoughtful mm-hmm. why are you discrediting that and saying nope y'all still trash nope you don't do this you don't do that when he literally was saying behind closed doors now nah, i got a good one she did this for me she did because that for me because he could be pulling from a lived in okay and i understand and also- that but you know what though for all of the hurt niggas that were on the timeline mm-hmm. saying nope women suck at give, give, giving gifts and you can't tell me what i'm what i'm worth and what's valuable to me right. he should have said all right bro yeah i understand that that was your situation but someone will like you know respect you and someone will give you something that's meaningful to you in due time instead they're like oh yeah see why are girls we giving are men gifts but wait but wait why, the, why are we the, giving men gifts the thi- <laughs> <laughs> they don't deserve clearly. So okay, y'all be digmatized. But anyway, Shut what I was trying to up. say was, look, you know what his his podcast is about. You know what the show is about. No, I know. And it's I feel like you fed, you you fed into that because you felt as the the right the right as a woman to protect a woman in a sense because you know that y'all are thoughtful and be disrespectful and completely disregard his lived in experience because you have to push the agenda that y'all thoughtful and we need to know that. Yeah, clearly accountability. But the gen right. the general. <laughs> Amount of women are thoughtful and will give you a very thoughtful gift. Says whom? 
Because now, now you know three black men. Says a woman. Because <laughs> now you know three black men with three. lived in experience. Who's three? Who's the third? It's Rain, I, and the gentleman that we were just speaking about. We can't really reference people who aren't in the room. <laughs> you know what? what? <laughs> we can't. So it's two, two. We even. No, no, no. It is, no, you now know three black men who have lived in experience of receiving trash, unthoughtful gifts. Right. What was your trash unthoughtful? Oh, the the cologne. What was your trash unthoughtful gift that you received? The two Hollis shirts. Oh, that's yeah. that's that's in exchange for the Hermes. Yo, I've bracelet. got I've got I've got so many trash. <laughs> and I, that wasn't gifts. that wasn't no, even the up. trashiest. So gift. many. And you know what it is though. I can't listen. Well, I can't take listen. I can't take away from it because it's trash. It, it, it is uh, that right. I can't take away from it because to be honest, yeah, I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting anything, but I also felt like it was a holy shit. Like wow, so I you should go get on the bus. Okay. I really, I really feel that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think she was on some. Nah, I think he deserves two hottest shirts. So this is him because I, I was, I don't even wear polo shirts like that. It was two hottest polo shirts, a red one and a blue one. I don't even wear polo shirts like that's that. That's fucking disrespectful. <laughs> so, Shut nah, up. I ain't gonna lie. That's fucking so like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm sure that shit humbles you real quick. So look, huh? look, another. Uh, I, she I showed can, you listen, how much you mean, on, bro. Listen, right. Listen, you get the you get the bad and you get the good. I could also say that one gift that I've I've received. I was speaking about having sleep paralysis, and the person got me a, a dream catcher. Okay. I wasn't expecting that shit, and it's like, yo, like that's mad thoughtful, right? Now, now, even if now it did, you, so you have two thoughtful gifts over, right? So I'm not saying that. Life. So I'm not. I'm not all saying, right. <laughs> yo. Well, nigga, the gift of life in itself was right. by you a know, woman, and that was gone, yo. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. The gift of life that was the best gift you might have ever gotten, and that came from a woman. So we gotta, and I think everybody in here got that gift. So what can we revisit this topic about the gifts that women give? Because we give the gift of life. I was waiting for some shit like that. I, I we gave you life, so be appreciative of the two Hollister shirts you got from some woman. Uh, the red and blue polo. Red and blue. I wasn't even wearing red back then, blood. Like no. Okay. <laughs> now, now, can I ask you? Okay, so Giving you, you got this, this dream catcher. Yes. And obviously, the dream catcher was probably five ninety nine or less. So at this point, it's like so the argument that he was making was like, okay, I said that I like these flowers. Or I, I like flowers. And the girl goes out to buy me um, a specific kind of flowers that she thinks I would like. I, she gives me the flowers, but I don't like those flowers. That and wasn't, that wasn't, the, that wasn't flowers. the conversation. The conversation was, he said he liked flowers, and she bought her favorite flowers. Okay, yeah. He bought, she bought her favorite flowers because she thought that sounds you would like enjoy them. Sounds no, like, listen. Sounds but, like a woman. No, 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 no. But she but bought her favorite flowers because she thought that you would enjoy them did. because... Because he guess did. what? He, he did, did not specify how what kind know, of flowers he likes. How do we know this? Marcus, get out. How do we know this? said, I just like flowers. And then she's like, all right, bet. So she I'll goes put you down. on to my flowers that I like. Exactly. And, move on from and there. then he so then we, got we, mad we, and said, fuck, I don't even like these flowers. These aren't the flowers I asked for. These are the flowers you wanted. So, we, so, like, so he had a specific flower that he was looking for? He didn't. He didn't specify. So now you come off as ungrateful because here we are. You come off as a lot more you. than ungrateful if you're specifying the kind of flower that you want as a grown ass man. No, first of all, no, so first of all, we're not even going. That's toxic. That's toxic. How is it toxic? That's toxic femininity. Because what were you implying? I'm not implying. What were you implying? I'm not. See, no, see, I, let's I, talk I, about I, it. But now. let me let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about Why it. Why would you now. get mad at her? You know what? You're absolutely right. I Thank shouldn't you. have implied that. Thank you. But no. I still Thank feel you. like what? Listen, listen. That's crazy. Real quick, real quick. Real quick. I, did, one I just want to let you know that it was the example. <laughs> he didn't ask for flowers, but it was the but example. But why? But what type of man goes off on a woman and says, "This is the type of flower that I wanted"? 
Again, no, what are you implying? What, what are you when, implying? When you say what I'm type of man, what are you implying? I'm implying the same thing that you would imply if a woman said, um, you know, these are the type of brakes you have in your car. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're supposed to have these type of brakes. It's like, nah, that's a I would, I would, like, I would, like I what is this bitch into? Like, I would, I'm like, I would, I would imply that she may know a mechanic. Okay. Or she may have gotten her mechanic And I'm license. implying that he may know a florist. Next topic. Ooh, wee. I shouldn't, okay. I shouldn't have gave you that out. I shouldn't have gave you that out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, toxic femininity at its we, best, whatever. yo. It's real, bro. Whatever. Toxic femininity is real. Yo, yo, first episode, son. That's what we gonna talk about, bro. Toxic femininity. Yeah, bro. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Chill. And it's running rampant. It's crazy out here. Song yeah. about I shit. said one thing and I was kind of joking and I took it back. So right. no, no. It's, in this climate, oh, it's that's, no joking. That's, that's another it's, like taking over no recanted th- statement, right? Yo. Right. See what I mean? Lack of accountability. Y'all have I been was telling joking. us to learn how Thank to cook you. and clean. This Thank you. DK, I was joking. DK joking, right? DK, I was joking. Shut up. All right. So, so what I was gonna make the point about the flowers, right? We were not in the room when they had the conversation about the flowers, right? Back to Rain's point, women do have selective hearing. So he could have very well specified, he like, you know what? General statements. We, <laughs> he could have very well specified, these are my favorite type of flowers. And she was like, you know what? Fuck your favorite type of flowers. I like sunflowers. Take these sunflowers. I bet you that's the situation that happened. We gonna ask this nigga. Please, please, somebody ask him. Please. I will. What about all the women that wanted nice big wedding rings and got like these little... And got little... Right, and um, they had to just take it because otherwise they were going to be looked at as an... an To be honest, honest, you didn't have to take it. You don't have to take it. But But then if we don't take it... What does that say to you about a woman that's going to sit there and deny a gift or something that that, that a man is giving you that showed that he wants to spend the rest of his life with you? The same thing. It doesn't... But... I asked for this thing. You didn't listen to what I wanted and what I asked for. You haven't been paying attention to me to know what I would like. So you're saying that you already. So you must not be that in love. Like I want this amount of carrots. I want this kind of. No, absolutely not. But the person that I'm with would know I'm not going to want no little tiny because that's just how he. But the thing is, how he he he's observant of the person that he supposedly loves and wants to spend the rest of his time with, he's going to see the type of jewelry that I do wear, and it's not nothing like no little tiny shit. So he's going to be observant. He's going to know his woman if he's making that move to say I love. Love you this much. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I want to have kids with you. I want to marry you. Now you need to know who I am. I just might have to step one foot on this side of the okay. fence. Only Ooh, please do pull no, up no, some no. more. No, no, no. Let's make it spicy. Pull up, yeah. pull up some more. The only reason is because then if we deny a ring based on size or based on what it looks like, then it makes us seem like we're ungrateful because it makes us seem in the eyes of home. I mean, I, I guess in, a man. You know what? Yes. Boom, all right. All right. So if we're going yeah, to talk about, about like marriage, marriage doesn't really benefit men. It don't. Doesn't it, benefit it, women either. How does it yes, not it benefit? Do. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Doesn't benefit. Does not I mean, are we talking about financial? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, because we're talking about financially, it absolutely does. We're talking about marriage. Benefits both parties in that sense. Yeah. We're talking about marriage as a union, right? Yeah. So marriage as a union, if the union dissolves... Right or whatever, something happens, the union dissolves. Right, they get a divorce. Who is going to end up playing alimony? For whom? It depends, it depends on, on who the breadwinner is. It does yeah. not. It, do- it sure does. How much you want to bet? <laughs> How much you want to bet? <laughs> That's course. I got five dollars. We could do a Google. Search. I know women who pay alimony. That's the, it's not gender. It's not oh you're the man. Did they okay. cheat or black women? Because what cheat? if two what if All two right. gay people come in and get a divorce? Because they, in some states it's legal for them to get married. Right. So what if they come in and get a divorce? Which one of you is the top? Like who's gonna get the alimony? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who got yeah. the biggest strap? <laughs> <laughs> eh. 
I'm not rolling. It's not a gender. Nah, I'm not rolling. It's not a gender thing. It's definitely not rolling. It's not a gender thing. I'm not rolling. I think it's what, she's, what you're saying. I don't know the specifics, but I think it's what she's saying. It's like the, the bread. I'm not rolling with that. But I'm not rolling. The, I think it's the, a gender in thing. In the sense of what you're saying, it's like marriage isn't for men. Mm-hmm. Are you saying like the the um, engagement process? Because I can see why so, you would say that. Because so the, it's the, not the whole, like the whole institution of marriage is not like it's not beneficial to men. Like we don't we have nothing to gain from it. The whole show, the whole kit and caboodle is to appease you. All of that so to show that we love wanna, you. Like, like you didn't so know that if before. If it was that. up to you and like, your shorty told you, like, either if it's up to you, we can have a wedding or not. You are gonna say that talking you about the wedding, wedding in itself. Ninety nine percent. I'm gonna say ninety nine percent of men are okay with just being common law married. Like we don't need the ring. We don't need the ceremony. We don't need any of that shit. Why don't you need the ring? What is it? The the ring, ring, and that's the, the case. We don't. Nobody need that. I always thought marriage was a scam. So I don't think it's just a big yeah. ceremony for what? For you. For who? <laughs> for, for, for who? In your family. But for I, who? I think when he's but saying for that woman, But for that woman that was yeah. raised to want marriage. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't necessarily, I'm not aspiring for a big ass wedding and for marriage and this guy. I'm not aspiring to that. So you're not doing it for me. I wouldn't mm-hmm. benefit either. So, all right. Well, so for your gender, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> for your all right. Gender. So look, Bundy, I got a question. So would you be okay with spending the rest of your life with a man without getting married to him? Yeah, I want to do that if I'm going to spend okay. the rest of my life with a man. No, I don't I, mind assigning... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I just going to ask a follow-up question. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't mind assigning like something between us. I'm not signing my life away under the government so you want a to a man. domestic partnership. Yeah. yeah. That's Why not do something So like that? what is your reasoning behind that? Because you don't want... like so. What actually? I'm not I don't trust the government. Just go ahead. I'm not signing my life away to. Why does it take two seconds to get married and like years to get divorced? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just don't want to go through that process. I feel like it's just a big, a bunch of hoopla, like just to put my name through the system as a ma- Like, no, I'm just, no. Do you aspire to have children? I'm not sure. Okay. I have a I love Bundy. I love Bundy. <laughs> what? <laughs> team Bundy over here? I'm Team yeah, Bundy. Yeah, Team Bundy. I'm Team Bundy. Yo, Bundy. Okay. I ain't gonna hold you. Connecticut is stretch, but we can hang, son. No, no, no. I don't know about children. Like, I don't know. Yeah, same. I need, my, I need, I need my twins and my, my I want to take girl. a kid out of the system at least. I want to try to take a kid out of the That's system. Mm-hmm. But rearranging, like, like my, how my body looks and how, like, just... You get it back. You know, your vagina changes, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you get a I whispered that like we were in a private room. <laughs> your vagina changes. <laughs> right. <laughs> like everything changes. Like, yeah, no, and it's right. a it's a big responsibility. I'm completely like selfish right now. And I'm not, my mind is not on putting somebody else before me. Mm-hmm. Same. Same. Okay, um, okay. I feel the same way about children, but it's just, I don't like children, so it's not for me. Mm. Um, if they're, I don't think they're. <sighs> This might sound fucked up. I don't think they're worth the financial investment. Mm. It, that's, it, right. It sounds more fucked up than it really it is, is, right? Like, I see what you're saying. Because you can you can put so much money into this child and their rearing and their, their education and their like everything. And then they turn 18 and they don't want to do shit. They don't want to be shit. Mm-hmm. So all of that money you just put into them. So you're saying children are a waste of money. I said, <laughs> right, yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm looking at That's you like, what I'm hearing. yo, how you gonna be a godfather to to my kid <laughs> if you you not even gonna want to feed them? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, children are a bad financial investment. Okay, if and you don't have it, yeah, if you don't, absolutely, they're they're a risk that I'm not necessarily willing to take in my current mindset. Mm. Okay. Okay. okay, I can respect that current mindset because I get ready to say. 
to be honest, if you have a child or you bring a child into this world, right, you're not supposed to look at it as, I'm going to raise this child to see what he can do for me. Like, I want to see the end goal and what he's going to return. Like, I want to see how I can groom this child and see how much of an investment I made in my life. I don't think I want to live my life raising my children to try to benefit off of them. I want them to have all the love in the world that we give them Mm -hmm. and be raised respectfully and go out in society and do your thing. Like, you know, start your legacy. Like, live your truth. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell my kids that they owe me or... You should have been doing this, and you know it's foul because you're not doing this. Like, my kids don't owe that to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. my kids don't owe that to me. Like, I just owe it to my kids and make sure that they fly a straight path. You know, and be happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, but uh... how do y'all feel about discipline with kids? I'm not spanking my kids. Oh, I'm beating the brakes. Off. <laughs> 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 she said brakes. Like Yo. what? I got nah, my ass whooped I and I stayed in line. About- you know what? I'm not. That's not to say that I'm not going to hit my kids. I'm not going to take a belt or a switch or anything mm-hmm. and hit them with that. That just seems like extreme. Excessive. But no, I'm gonna pop you in your mouth. You think you want to get smart? Right. I'm gonna okay. Smack you on the butt. Listen, whatever. I'm telling but. you, if my son ever ever get out of line and step to me, I'm telling him square up for a minute. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you have his, to snuff your child. I'm not gonna punch him in the face. He might. <laughs> yo, one, one, diaper, yo, like, up. one rib shot would do. That should teach him a lesson for the rest You're of his life. You're gonna bruise your child's I mean, God forbid. I'm no, not, I'm, well, have I'm not gonna hit him that hard. I, I might not need to hit him that hard, but I might need to teach him a lesson. If he step up to me like I'm a stranger in the street, I'm going to treat him like a stranger in the street because he needs to be prepared for what the fuck he's stepping to. I'm not a stranger in the street. If I'm Ghost trying take to tell notes. you something, Tariq needs to ask me. If I'm telling you something, not to hurt you. So you feel like you want to go against me, especially to step up to me as if you want to fight me or fight my world or use some type of force to go against my word. Nigga, mm-hmm. what are you bugging? You're going to get that rip shot, and you're going to remember that rip shot for the rest of your fucking life. You're going to tell Damn, your kids about right. that rip shot. Nah, <laughs> seriously speaking, because here's my thing. My father hit me once, and he looked at me, I looked at him, and we laughed about it, because he never, ever felt like he ever needed to discipline me. And in that moment, he was upset about something else, and he took it out on me. My father always gave me lessons, and I always followed through. My mother harbored a lot of anger in her, so she was beating me for whatever fucking reason she found. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's a huge difference. Like, it, it was never, like, me stepping up to my mother and she felt like she had discipline me because I was being disrespectful. It's her finding any way or outlet for something that could be regular to be disrespectful to find a way to discipline me. To kind of shape me in a sense, but it's to shape me to be conditioned for me to be how she wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. So I got my lessons from my father without the discipline. You know what I mean? So I guess I got both sides of the playing field. I don't think I need to put my hands on my children or beat them with an object to, to teach lesson, especially my daughter, because I... I think Mouse said this. Like, I don't want my daughter like having like that normalized, like a man beating her, like to get like to get something across, like to get the right thing to across. Because that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I would, I would literally kill him. My dad did the Jamaican thing. He had me hold out my hand. And he took a ruler and just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I would rather I mean, beat him. I would more so go by like what the, the the child's mother want. Like if like how like how are we gonna like. Discipline, like yeah. I'm going, like I'm going off your energy. Like mm-hmm. if we going in aggressive, then we gonna smack some shit up. Like if we not, if we gonna go like the more the talking approach, I'm with it. But like I think I would want to go off the the mother's energy, um, just because it's it's. I feel like it would come from more more of a better place, mm. um, more of a, a rearing place than than me like 
as a man, I'm kind of a little bit more aggressive. Like, I, if I'm a Pisces. I take, I'm emotional. Yes, so Pisces. I, I, would, I would want, I would go off. What? Bundy, don't do that. What's the problem? Don't do that, Bundy. Please, please, don't. Just... My father is a Pisces. My sister, sure my father. He's a great man. Great yeah. man. He's a great man. Excellent man. <laughs> he's a great man. And your sister yeah. is too? Yeah, me and my mom are Leos. Wonderful and my woman. sister and my father are Pisces. Mm. So it's like two or two. Wait, what are you, Bundy? Leo. Leo. Oh. Yeah, people hate me. Okay. They they love me when they get to know me. When they nah, they nah, meet Leo's me and they're cool. like, oh, you really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, nah, Leo, Leo, <laughs> like, that's cool. why you Leo's act cool. like that. Like, no, I'm uh-huh. a cool. I think I'm a cool Leo. Like, right. I, I speak my mind, but uh-huh. not until I'm kind of comfortable or less is to say. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Leos are cool. You all right, bro. Um, yeah, so it would basically just go about what the mother wants. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But God forbid I have children though. Right. Oh my lord! I hope you have. Uh, you got, oh, don't do you, that. Now you saying that you about to have. Five I hope you have Leo females. <laughs> Yo, you got you gotta have God children, Marcus. But listen, I'm, I'm okay with God children. They could they could pull up. I'm gonna need you to feed my kid if I'm not around. But yo, like son. after like they can come like when they teenagers though. That might be enough fi- a financial investment he may not want to make though. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you really need this? I'm gonna give my kids debit cards at like mail. four, so they could just. Yeah. All right, no. You can take them around, take them to McDonald's and just have them swipe Nah, their they got to link me after 13, bro. After 13? Nah. Link me. <laughs> they they can link me after 13, bro. All right, I'm going to have my kids bully you into taking care of them because you short. Like, fuck out of here. I don't play with my Rain? kids. All right. Rain? It's my kids, bro. I you were was that, was, 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 right, that, but was that's that my, a height joke? Yo, was that's, that a height joke? That's my, you know what? I'm, I'm better than that. I apologize. You are, but you are the, king. It's my kids, bro. Damn. Like, I can't give, I can't give my kids a Brian because Brian can leave my kids in a fucking car. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I believe that though. That's what I'm saying. So I'm trusting you, bro. Like, I'm yeah, after 13, you, bro. After I'm 13. here. After 13, right. I'm here. Link me. Son. I got settled. I got to settle for Kojo. So there's a guy that will leave your kids in the car. Apparently. Shout out to B, man. Yeah, my son B. My son B. He won't leave my kids in the car. So last question before we wrap up. What are some off-limit things in the bedroom? Like, what is something that you will just absolutely not do? No compromise whatsoever. Y'all gonna hate me if I say mine, so. Nah, go first, young yeah, lady. Please go first, ladies first. Suck dick. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Girl. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you're gonna say. Girl. <laughs> I mean, we're not taking off the condom. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. I respect that. Even when you're in a relationship? A year into it, we took off the condom. Mm. Other like, but that was my only long relationship like that. I'm, we are not taking the condom off. Mm-hmm. Sorry, okay, I respect okay. that. I respect that. What about you, Marcus? Um, I'm into a lot, man. Nigga in a BDSM machine. Nigga has a ball in his mouth and shit tied up. Hey, yo, no, 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 don't knock it, don't knock it. I would say like any any anything anything around the anus region. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm not I'm not going I'm I'm not This is not, a, not this this is not a knock to like anybody who like Where are you? No, me. Okay. Me. Like I'm just not a knock to anybody who lives that lifestyle, but mm. I might. Yeah. I might. Yeah. I might. I'm Same like, for me. Right. Just, just keep. <laughs> I might. Just keep fingers, tongues, all that away from yeah, my butt. I'm, just, I'm good, man. I'm like, good. Yo, like yo. Be careful if you're approaching the gooch, because you get the gooch, I'm gonna pull back like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Yeah, like, like, nah. I thought that was. I thought you guys liked that area. Like, see, but it's right. It's, it's a fine line because li- it's you, a real you know what? Line. I think they like it because their prostate is near there. It's sensitive. It's sensitive, but they're not used to that feeling. So that's and why like, they whoa, get whoa, like, whoa, yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> your G spot is in your ass. My so you just don't know. It absolutely so is. Well, my G spot would never be touched. <laughs> 
Like that's but that's is that is that toxic masculinity in your current mindset, right? Right. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll say that in my current mindset, my it would never be touched. Be touched. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Marcus, no, 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 bro, 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 bro. Wait, it, I'm gonna say in my current mindset. Okay, you are doing it for the ladies? My okay, G spot will not be touched. My G spot will not be touched. I don't know if my current mindset will ever change. It's not. It's not going down. That's a. That's a. That's well, a. Well, when that's it happens, no. Marcus, let us know. Definitely not. Please don't. Definitely no, not. That, 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 I, no. yeah, yo, if that, I want to no. know how yo, it feels. Yo, that, that, if that shit happens, that's some shit I'm not telling <laughs> be gonna anybody. You, yo, be, yo, be gonna know if you get married or have a kid. Big facts. Right. Big facts. Right. If I get married, have a kid. Some crazy no, shit. shit some shit changed. Some shit happened. Some shit changed, bro. I think anal just should be left out. Period. Altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Anal is rough. That's I mean, that's that's um. I mean, if you have a girl and you have a good vagina, you shouldn't need that. Like he shouldn't need that. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, sometimes then, you want to switch it up. But for what? What do you What do you want in there? Emphasis on what's in there that you want? <laughs> get a little nasty. Get a little. I don't know. Do something different. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe shouldn't be a little necessary. tighter. Mm-mm. Nah. Nope. You're pussy. No, I'm just. Tight. I'm scared. No, there's no reason. No. Well, we're no, not gonna no. just sit up here and say all oh, vaginas the same. They're not. So if you know you need that, then. Do you feel like um, vaginal walls can get stretched? Because I know there's this theory of people thinking that it can, it cannot. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You think think some women are loose and some women aren't? I don't don't know anything about that. All I I know is like I've had experiences. I've had like real tight experiences and I had like real loose experiences. So like I can just speak for my lived in experience. Yo, bro, like yo, my fault for the present question. Have you ever had, had the rim it? Because it was so loose, so you just had to had focus. To what? You had to rim it. All right, so rim it. All right, so tell me more. <sighs> right, it's just a. All right, so it was a woman that wasn't too tight, and I had to rim it, and like the way I had to stroke. But what does rim it mean? All right, so shit, I can't. Exp- I can't like fucking demonstrate it here. But like basically, what I had to do was make sure I stroked to make sure I was pleased on her G spot because I couldn't really hit anything in there, and it was just oh my god crazy. Like I had like well not her G spot I had to um like hit, like rim so I could get her clit like on the strokes I had to really oh, focus like on that rim R I M space it yes oh you thought like R I M M I T I took that so I apologize I knew what he was saying but I just still don't I mean I guess is it kind of like yeah like you're like around the rim like you know how like you get the rest of I was about to say something that I can't say it on no go ahead as long as you don't long as you don't add her bro like that's <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> all right. Well, you ain't gonna well, say no. It? I, I never had that experience. All right, so, so, uh, but I had, I have had real loose experiences, and it was just like, yeah, eh, this is not really pleasurable. But so, if you have loose I appreciate experiences, the you think that vaginas can be loose? Yes, I mean, yes, I've had, I've had those experiences. Yes, mm, okay. but are they just wide set vaginas, or is it because they fucked so much that I, I wouldn't well, know? We, we wouldn't know. I right. wouldn't know. I just even know, they fuck like, so much, they're not gonna be like, yeah. I had a, a, a thousand niggas run up in me, so I'm not as tight as I could be, but it could be fun. Like, they, woman, woman, <laughs> no. Wait, a woman has <laughs> said that to you before? Nah, but no, not really. She's, I'm, I'm oh. being, I'm over exaggerating, but I do know women with her. a lot oh, of bodies. Yes. Why did you Yo, say that? Right. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you yeah, brought the, walk in here, you saying there like, Yo. like, you know, like just so you know. But nah, but here's here's the thing. Like, well, I I've known I've known women that had sex with like a lot of people, mm-hmm. and like niggas be like, "Yo, she's it." And then I I know women that have like a low body count, and it's like, eh, it wasn't really enjoyable. So I really don't know what it is. Mm. I just know like 
where I'm at, I'm good. Yeah. Like, like you know your experience. So you you've had tight vagina and you mm-hmm. had like loose vagina. Mm-hmm. I don't think it can be widened. I think it snaps back. Maybe after a certain age. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it's just right. It is how. And your then maybe is. after um you give birth, but before that, agree. I give her a couple it's years for her to snap back. All right. Well, anyway, it's like, it's like throwing a hot dog in the hallway. All right, <laughs> that ass, bro. Shit is not pleasurable. Oh my god! <laughs> I heard that reference so many times, like from other people. I'm like, what is it like? I've like, never. No, heard that's that. literally Fucking what's it. I'm like, like, how does it feel? Like, how does you don't feel anything? But how is she so why moaning? How is she it? feeling? Any, how is yeah. why is she having? Yeah, you have like yeah, um, nerve, you have nerve endings in your vagina, right? Like sensitive yeah. shit. Yeah, but if her walls aren't squeezing around you, how is she feeling anything? Bro, you asking the wrong person. I don't know. <laughs> but she's moaning, so she must have been faking with you and yeah, then there's yeah, something for, else yeah, you guys talking about. Probably. Yeah, for rim the ting. That's what you have to do. <laughs> 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 Did you say rim the ting? Yeah, yeah. For I'm the, done with yeah, you. Yeah, for rim it. That's it. Anyways, before we wrap up, I just wanted to say my um my no-go in the bedroom is do not ask me to spit in your mouth. Yeah, do that's fucked. Do not yeah. do that. That's I am not looking in your mouth. If we happen to be making out and saliva is swapped, that's fine. But you ain't gonna sit here and be like, open up, let spit, let me spit in your mouth, or vice versa. Nope. Not Why? Doing what that. does that do? I don't know. But there are people out here who like really like that shit. Like it I, turns I, them I've, on. I've never heard that in my life. Really? You I've heard that before. Yeah. Huh? I, I've I've spat in my mouth before. Nasty nigga. Disgusting. I don't know what the fuck was going on through my mind, but it was lit. Like, I don't know what happened, but I it's that unlocked, any, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> but that, it, yo, it unlocked a level of crazy that I've never seen before and I I vowed never do it See, again. This is why I drink Patron. That's right. That, that, listen, that's, that's why I drink Patron. Listen, if, if I would have drank Patron, I would have probably threw up. <laughs> Shorty, if he if you measure All right, right yeah. Patron I think dark really gets people like horny. Like mm-hmm. Patron gets you hyped up like uh, you, opposite, you be the opposite yeah, with me. Yeah, really? Really? I don't yeah. know. The dark gets me like... Mm-hmm. Like if I'm about to... If like, true say, if I'm about to get like lusty, lusty, like I'm going to get some Patron mm-hmm. and I'm going to get a little bit of wine mm-hmm. and mix it in. Okay. It's game time. Got the concoction. Right. <laughs> Patron and passion fruit wine. It's game time. Yes, passion fruit wine. Uh, but yes, we are coming up on what? Two hours? Like yes. this conversation has been crazy, but I am... Forever grateful for having the three of you in this room. Thank you so much for coming through. This Absolutely. was a great conversation. I think so, at least. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you guys just want to wrap up and like you know, shout out your social media handles where people can find you, so we can go ahead and finish up the episode. Want to go ahead, Bundy? Um, so on Twitter, it's Bundy Fox B U N D Y F O X X, and then on um, Instagram, it's Hell the Fox, and yeah, Bundy Fox everywhere else. Okay, cool. Oh, it's Marco. Um, mm-hmm. On Instagram is what period Marcus, and on Twitter is what Marcus one word. Okay. My social media is Rain is Real, R E I G N I S R E A L. That's Twitter, Instagram. I don't use Snapchat anymore. And then also that's for, no, SoundCloud is The Rain is Real. So it's The Rain is Real, soundcloud.com slash The Rain is Real. All right, cool. And um, I'm Via Simone. Via Simone underscore on Twitter, via dot Simone on Instagram. Um, and I'm not really using anything else right now, but I am going to be starting back up my YouTube channel soon. Right Ooh. now, you can search me as Naturally Stenef. Don't ask me where that name came from. Please don't <laughs> but if you are day one and you know about Naturally Stenef, I appreciate you. 
But I will be relaunching as Via Simone, hopefully. Um, so you can find me on there because I am going to be putting out some bonnets and durags content on YouTube coming soon. Um, but again, this was an amazing episode and an even greater season. And I'm really happy that I did it down here in New York City, <laughs> season two. So yeah, this is the finale. And, you know, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to comment and subscribe and rate on iTunes and SoundCloud. And hopefully for next season, we will be on more platforms. But again, thank you for listening and I will talk to you guys next season. Can we clap it up for a season finale, y'all? <laughs> thank you. Bang, bang, bang. It's been a blessing. Good conversation. <laughs> Women need to take more yeah. accountability. All right. <laughs> nah, we got it. Y'all do as well. Thank <sighs> you.